0: Love Talk radio. Good morning, listeners. You have reached the Voices of the Cannabis Wars live radio show, where we are here to present you with the news right from the front lines of what is going on in this crazy war, um, in this crazy cannabis war, where we're having people locked up in prison. Yes, in prison for a plant for the last couple decades. Um, Some of them in there and may not ever get out unless we get them free. That is why we come together on this show every single Sunday morning to bring you the news right from the front lines and to let you know what's going on behind bars with our prisoners. Um, This week's award-winning show is going to put focus on the Seattle Hemp Fest. Um, This year is their 25th year anniversary, and the Seattle Hemp Fest is a place where basically – we're basically, you can get together and enjoy the plant and talk about the plant. And, um, where there's going to be a lot of outreach going on there this year, like a lot. In fact, a couple of years ago, um, hold on. I'm, I'm sending somebody a message here real quick, but a couple years ago, the Seattle Hemp Fest, they adopted, um, two prisoners. In fact, I was um, part of the human solution when it happened and we were trying to, put massive tension on prisoners and ask people to adopt them and take care of them while they're behind bars and the Seattle Hunt Fest took on George Monterano who's now a free man who calls in every single week of this of this show to talk to us about what's going on in his life and also as well as as well as Jimmy Roman and Sharon Winson is one of the organizers of the Seattle Hemp Fest, and she's going to be on our show today to talk about the the prison outreach that they're doing at the Fest and a little bit about the 25th year anniversary. Um, And then after Sharon Winson, we are going to have Vika Thompson come on, who is also made an adoption. Um, She adopted Craig Cecil a couple years ago, and so she's going to come on. She's also a speaker at the Fest. Um, After Vicka, we are going to talk right with – Craig Cecil, who's serving his 15th year of his life sentence. Um, For those of you who have heard me say 13th year in the last couple of shows, it's because I keep getting my years mixed up because we have so many people, so many prisoners to keep up with. But, yes, Craig has served served his 15th year, and we'll be calling in right from behind bars to tell us what's going on in his world due to cannabis. After that, we're going to talk to George Monterano, who served 33 years of a life sentence. George is one of the prisoners that the Seattle Hemp Fest adopted, and they did so much outreach for George. Um, in fact, many groups around the whole nation did a lot of outreach for George. But them being a really, um, a really big organization brought George quite a bit of help. Um, and now George is a free man today. George is free after 33 years. In fact, George Montorano was a very close friend with the past host of ours, Eugene Fisher, um, who served 25 years of a life sentence for cannabis, who just recently passed away. Um, that is, he is one of the reasons why this show is still going. Um, we all just love and respect. Eugene, rest in peace. Um, after George, we're going to talk to Beth Curtis, whose brother is serving two life sentence, sentences plus 20 years. Okay, don't, I don't get that, but we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, but Beth is founded a group called Life of Pot and is most likely going to also be a speaker at the Seattle Hemp Fest. So we'll hear what she's going to be, be doing there. Also, Jeff Zansky who served 21 plus years in prison um, due to his life sentence for cannabis, who was just recently free because they changed the laws in Missouri, the state that he's from. And he's also going to be at the Seattle Hemp Fest as speaker. And we're going to talk to Jeff as well. And after that, we're going to talk to Jeff Eiken, who um, actually was the first person to get behind bars and interview one of our plant prisoners. His interview was with Jeff, Jeff Mazansky, who's now free. Um, so we're just going to talk to Jeff right after the other Jeff, and we're going to find out what he's doing at the Hemp Fest. In fact, he's going to have a booth that I'm going to be volunteering at and our, our other members of our group is going to be volunteering at to try to get letters for our prisoners. Um, and then after that, we're going to talk to New Jersey Weedman, who's a big preacher about jury nullification. And he's also going to be a speaker at the Fest. Then after that, we're going to talk to Jared Alloway, who um, believes that marijuana is safer than can or is safer than alcohol. Um, and Jared is also going to be a speaker at the Fest. Jared um, loves our prisoners and does a lot of advocating for them. When we get out there and get letters signed, Jared Jared helps us out. And so we're going to talk to Jared about what's going on at the Fest and his world this year. And after that we're going to talk to Tom Corby who is a chapter coordinator for the Human Solution International in Northern California, and he will bring us the Northern California News. My name is Kristen Flohr. I am one of the hosts of this show, and we also have Mindy Griffiths, who is another host of this show. She was our producer, and after Eugene passed away, she turned into a show host. So good morning, Mindy. How are you today?
1: Good morning, Kristen. I'm doing good. Good morning, Kristen. How
0: are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. We're waiting for for our first guest to come on, Sharon Whitson. Um, but Minnie, well, while we I, wait for her, to
1: go ahead. I was going to say, also, uh, I just got a message from Amber, who um, Thomas Landers' daughter, who might be calling in to give us a quick update on how things are going with him as well.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, cool. So, That's you know, awesome. she, she has a break. Yeah, she'll be trying to call in on her break.
0: Um, That is, we've got an amazing show lined up, Mindy, Um, but what, okay, so we've got a really good close friend to our prisoners. Her name is Stephanie Landon. Stephanie has a group called Freedom Grow, and Stephanie raises commissary money for our prisoners, and Mindy helps Stephanie raise the commissary money, Um, but let's talk about that. Well, no, you don't. I don't raise it. I help help her her disperse it. Right, right. So let's talk about that. She just raised a whole bunch of money
1: she if i can read right and it's early still here where i'm at it looks like she's raised twenty three hundred dollars so far since um on friday and saturday and then she'll be back today at the high times cup so um if you're anywhere near that area um look up stephanie and find her. they have slushies i believe they're if I remember right, five dollars for regular slushies and ten dollars for medicated slushies, and it all goes to pot prisoners. So, oh definitely wow,
0: help out. wow. So for our listeners, um, I just want to explain something to you guys. Mindy is a host as well as she's screening all calls today. So if we hear Mindy dip in and dip out, it's because she's taking the the incoming calls. Um, and I'm gonna dip so, out
1: right now, Kristen.
0: Okay, all right. We'll we'll talk to you in a second. Um we've we've got a new caller coming on. Hopefully, it'll be our first guest. Um but what we're what we're going to do today is um talk about Oh, that's what I was going to say. If you guys want to donate money to prisoners commissary, just remember that they only make about 12 cents an hour and they're forced to sit behind bars and work and they only get about $20-30 a month and they have to buy their shoes, their clothes, things like that so while our people are in prison for a plant and remember if they're not in prison for a plant it could be you in prison for their plant because they put a certain amount of people in prison for the plant and if it's not them it's going to be the next person so while they are while they're holding up the sacrifice they're holding down that that spot in prison for us we need to make sure that they are taken care of so if you are not at the high times cup today in southern california you can go straight to stephanie Landis. Site and donate. Her website is four twenty or no, um, it is freedomgrow dot Freedom grow, and you can make a, a nonprofit. I mean, yeah, and uh, a, a, she's a nonprofit 501c org- organization, so you can make a tax deductible donation, and she will put it straight on prisoners' commissary, and that is very 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 important to us right now because. We need to make sure that they're taken care of. So a couple thousand dollars, yay, go Stephanie. Um, she's a regular on our show. However, her son is locked away in prison for cannabis right now, and his visiting hours just happen to be the same time as the show is. So um, please um, contact Stephanie Landa and get those prisoners some commissary money.
1: Hey, Kristen, there's another group out there that's doing some great work for prisoners right now, Parents for Pot. They have a a school drive, school supply drive going on. And I believe their, like Corvain Cooper's family is going to be a recipient of this. Um, And there's other, uh, I I would imagine some of the same prisoners that got help at Christmas will be getting help here at at this time too. So um, feel free. If if you're someone who donates to school drives, this is a great one. They help everything from, Cannabis prisoner children, to um, children with um, with cancer, to all kinds of children whose families are suffering because of the uh, because of prohibition. Yeah. So, and we're still waiting for our next guest to call in. In fact, I
0: think she that might be her right there. Um, but I just want to let all the listeners know how great Parents for Pot is. I am a member. Mindy is a member. Um, we love Parents for Pot because. They raise commissary money for – or not commissary money. They raise money for our children who have parents who are in prison for a plant every single Christmas. So, um, yeah, That so you could st- donate to Stephanie Landa's group for the commissary and then take another little, little donation and take it over to Parents for Pop. Mindy, do you know how – oh, Mindy's in the next call, which I think it might be our uh, first guest, Sharon Whitson. Um, and I'm going to tell you guys just a little bit about Sharon Whitson. Sharon Whitson – Helps. In fact, she is one of the major organizers for the for the Seattle Hemp Fest, and she works her butt off. I mean, I'm telling you guys, she is great at at organizing. I mean, and you guys see, it's the 25th year anniversary of the Seattle Hemp Fest. In fact, that is her right there. So I'm going to put her on. Good morning, Sharon. This show is all about the Seattle Hemp Fest, and you basically are a the Seattle Headfest, Fest. How's it going this morning?
3: I am awesome. I'm so glad to be on. You guys, we're excited oh, we are, for our, our 25th anniversary.
0: I know. So are we. Cause I'm seeing all the prison outreach you guys are doing, and I'm seeing all the good stuff that's going on. Um, what's tell us what's going on with the prison outreach? Um, and George and George is going to be on our show today, and so is. Jeff, who are going to be speakers at your at the fest, and all kinds of people are going to be on our show today that are going to be at the fest. You
3: know, we're, we're so, you know, George and Jeff are so precious to me. You know, we adopted George in 2012, George Monterano and Jimmy Romans, um, and started letter-writing campaigns to Obama and various other um, court entities. And to have George released on October 5th of last year was just an ecstatic moment um, for the whole HempFest membership team that's worked so hard on all of this. Um, getting to meet Jeff and Chris is going to be such an honor and having them speak from our stages is just going to be absolutely powerful because a lot of people I don't, can't wait to meet don't them. get it. They don't get that people can get life in prisons for marijuana especially people here in Washington State where we're enjoying you know, a form of legalization right now. So Right,
0: right. Well I hear you guys are gonna have now now uh, I just want to say, um I heard you guys are gonna have a a letter a letter writing drive for Jimmy. For, for
3: his Jimmy appeal coming Jimmy up. is appealing his appeal was just denied. Um but his family and he are appealing to the US Supreme Court Um, And I'm working with them on details right now on if we're going to be writing letters to the Supreme Court or if we're going to continue pounding on Obama. Obama has just a few more months in office. He keeps releasing all these people on cocaine and other charges and not marijuana lifers, which to me is appalling and kind of want to keep everybody in, in front of his face. But all of our info merchandise boobs are going to have the petitions for folks to sign or the letters for Jimmy Roman and we'll have them out at our VIP party we're going to be accepting donations one of my little weird things is I don't like to go somewhere and collect 500 letters and stuff them all in one envelope and mail them I actually have people that sit there and hand write out every single envelope with every single person who's signed with actual return address on it and stamp every envelope so Obama gets 500 letters individually which to me has just a bigger impact um so we're also going to be collecting donations for stamps because my hope is with you know the hundred thousand plus people will have at Hempfest, that i'm going to get you know ten thousand letters to send in and i'm going to need help with the postage wow okay so how
0: if somebody wants to donate and help with the postage is there a website can we go to um hempfest.org or how, how can people donate
3: Right now I don't have a specific postage. We're going to have uh, a donation jar next to where the letters are being signed at for people to donate. there on site, but we do have a donation um, button on our website at hempfest.org if you go to the web store. And then if you email me Sharon at hempfest.org and let me know that you want your donation to go towards postage, I will make that happen. Okay, cool. Cool, so let's what else is going on at the fest this year? Um, well, we, besides we all work fest, with, um, we're we're having signs up about a variety of different prisoners on our fence line. Um, we have um, we'll have signs about Jimmy Roman's, um, Natalie DePriest and her brother whose first name escapes me, um, and a variety of other prisoners, and it's going to have their information. Um, a little bit about them, an image of them, and then an address where to write them at, which is something that's so simple for everyone to do. I was just on a vacation. I collected postcards from everywhere I went to send to Jimmy Romans. And some people say they don't know what to say. If you just sent by a card and say, I was thinking about you, I hope you're having a good day. And sign your name. Right. It will mean a lot to them. You don't have to. I kind of write just like I'm writing my friend I've known my whole life, and now they are become like friends you've known your whole life when you do it that well. Right, right.
0: That's cool. That's really awesome, Sharon, that you do that because if they when they feel forgotten, they they feel depressed and they feel sad, and they're living in a little tiny
3: – Right, well, like – George was the longest-serving nonviolent first-time offender in the history of the United States, and Jimmy was just sentenced in 2013. So people are, and that's after two states had legalized marijuana, you know, um, so people are still getting life sentences in the current decade we live in. Um, so sure, really I have to
1: tell you, and, uh, Antonio Basquera Basquero has been the longest serving. He's been in longer than George even was. But was he a first time nonviolent? Yes,
3: George was the first time non nonviolent offender.
1: Hmm, I'll have to check on that. I understand I it's uh but um, yeah, I know that they're they were neck and neck. I mean, they were. They were definitely neck and neck think, as far as I mean,
0: I I'm think, um, I think Antonio. I think Antonio has been in there for 36, 36 years. So for, for George to get released or out of, for George to get out and the, uh, the Antonio to still be in there, then that, that turns it into Antonio being the longest, which, you know, this conversation is upsetting to me really bad because we're talking about people who have been in prison um, for 36 and 33 years for a plant. I mean that, that. I mean this. That just the thought of that just gives me goosebumps. It's just this is not right. Um, but it George is, is free, <laughs> and George is going to be speaking at the fest too. Oh my gosh! And we George is a regular guest on our show and comes on every single still, every single George's, Sunday.
3: George is still working out parole um, issues, so there's a chance he won't be at Hempfest this year, and I'm really heartbroken over it. Um, he submitted documentation to his parole officer. I believe this is the third time. The first few times they claimed they lost the paperwork, um, and so he's still trying to get it pushed through and approved. Okay, okay. Um,
0: Sharon, is there any way if somebody wanted to volunteer at the fest um, to help you guys out with this with with prison outreach or any other type of um, anything that they want to do at the fest? Is the, is, is there a way specifically can to to volunteer?
3: Yeah, if you go to hempfest.org and then you go to the Get Involved tab, there's a Volunteer button, and you can just click on that. And there's all the info you need to volunteer. There's crews and cool. sign ups and all that good stuff.
0: Um, I'm going to be out there helping Jeff Eichen with the Lifers Project, trying to bring some attention so that we can be a voice through through a movie and. From what Jeff Eichen tells me, we're, you're going to be launching uh, some pieces of his documentary at the Fest as
3: well? Well, not at Hemp Fest. He does. We did um, give lifers a booth um, to do their outreach from because I think the project he's doing is amazing, actually trying to go to all the prisoners and speak to them while they're in prison. And the fact that he visited Jeff in prison and now is with Jeff out of prison doing things yeah. is fantastic. Um, and he has a venue on Saturday night and is going to be doing a Saturday evening screening. And Jeff will be there, um, and George as well. And we're super excited for his project to be launching on Saturday night.
0: Erin, I'm going to be there too. I'm going to be dressed up in a dress, and I'm going to be doing interviews for for Jeff Eichen um, on the green carpet that he's been telling me all about. So I'm excited to be a part of it as well. Um, that just sounds so cool. I have um, I saw his first uh, little piece that he launched with Jeff Mazanski while Jeff was in prison, and that was absolutely amazing. So I'm I'm excited. I've been really excited for the Hemp Fest this year. In fact, um, the group that I volunteer, the Voices of the Cannabis War, um, me and all of our volunteers are welcome at Jeff's booth. Um, he's going to coordinate with us so that we can get um, not just – a few letters to be signed, but uh, multiple different prisoners that are serving life sentences. So you can stop by the lifers booth as well and sign letters for some of our other prisoners. That's awesome. And you guys have a, a POW 420 merchant booth going on this year?
3: We don't because they weren't able to um, staff it. So they're going to be coming up um, and I believe volunteering and speaking. Okay, cool, cool. Well, um it's really exciting
0: to talk to you. We've got, um, we've also uh, for for today. We've also got um, now. You guys adopted um, George Montserano and Jimmy Romans, and there's another woman who made an adoption, Vicka Thompson, and she's going to be a speaker at your vet, your event also. And she adopted uh, Craig Cecil, and she's going to be on in just a little bit to actually talk to Craig Cecil, who's calling in from prison. So that's really going to be wow. cool because she's. Yes, yes, and she's she's going to be doing some some outreach for Craig C. So last year at the fest, she did. She's like you. She takes around cards and gets them signed, and she gets pictures of people holding holding Craig signs, and she she sends them to him. It's really awesome. So she's going to be there doing some prison outreach. And um, I noticed that uh, Beth Curtis, who is like um, Eugene Fisher, who was a former host of our show, who served 25 years for cannabis. Who just recently passed away called called Beth the mother of cannabis, and she her brother um, John Nock, who's serving two life sentences plus twenty years, um, has been in prison since the nineties. And she found a life for pot. And I see that she's going to be a speaker. So like that is so exciting.
3: Yeah, we're super excited to have her there too.
0: She is one of our favorite people. Like she started prison outreach as soon as her her brother went to prison decades ago and she's been trying to bring attention to these prisoners for so long and she's been so good. I just love her to see her being there. It's just so awesome. Is there any other speakers coming on that you want to tell us about or
3: anything else? There's There's so many people um, coming and speaking this year for our 25th anniversary. There's, Six stages, be sure to grab an event program while you're there so that you could, could see where everyone's at. Um, it's also up on our website, although the schedule and the panels are not up on our website yet, but I know that the prisoners panel with um, Jeff and George and Chris will be taking place in the symposium tent. Um, they're also going to be guests of honors at our VIP party. Um, which takes place on Friday night at 8 o'clock. The membership program has been doing the raffles um, for the commissary funds. I have to mention Highway 420, a rec store in Bremerton, um, donated the money for um, she's using her miles to fly George out. And her members signed cards and raised money for Jimmy Romans as well. Um, So that was really nice to see a rec store um, pitching in and helping like that. Oh, cool. Awesome. Well, um,
0: I, that sounds so cool. I'm so excited. And um, we've got our next guest on the line, um, Vicka Thompson. But first we've got to get to Amber, whose father is in prison serving life sentence. Listen to this, Sharon. Her dad is in prison for life for a joint, one joint.
4: And wow. the prison is not.
0: Yeah. And you know, you know how you see me out there advocating for my dad all the time about how the prison neglected him to death. Well, they're basically doing the same thing to her dad. So um, we're gonna put her on for a couple minutes and then we're gonna go to Vicka Thompson and Craig Cecil who's gonna be calling in live straight from prison after his fifteenth year of being incarcerated. So um I wanna thank you, Sharon, for coming on today. We love you and we love the Seattle Hemp Fest and we are so excited because to me, you know, to have an event without prison outreach is wrong. And you guys do the very most prison outreach I can imagine and I just I commend you guys for that it's so cool
3: yeah thank you for someone being the wants to for them volunteer to make make signs and they could just be an 11 by 17 piece of paper with prisoner information on them it has to be somewhat you know not too lengthy i'd like to do this is going to sound funny but kind of a porta potty project where we put the information up in porta potties because you have a captive audience oh, cool. and i'm hoping that staring yeah. at the face if i could get little cqr codes or something so if anyone wants to volunteer to help with that Email me at Sharon at hempfest.org. Thank you for all you're doing. I love you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, we love you too. Thank Bye, you, Sharon. Sharon. Thank you. All right, you guys, that was Sharon
0: Whitson, one of the, one of the leaders for the Seattle Hemp Fest talking about all the prison outreach. And we've got a call from Amber. We're going to put her on right now. She is calling from her break to tell us about her dad. And then we're going to go to Vicka and take a call from Craig Cecil. Hold on just a moment. Here is Amber. Good morning Amber yes. um, Amber. Your dad is Thomas Landreth. And how is Thomas how is Thomas hanging in there?
5: Last his we heard his he being very high. he's doing a lot better. There's been so many people writing letters to him since the last radio show so that's a win that's awesome oh yes oh i've got goosebumps i'm so happy oh i know Love i'm gonna guess. cry <laughs> he's been <a> in <laughs> for so long without outside contact that's just such a huge win
0: wow we were just talking to the seattle hemp fest about about actually contacting the prisoners and i'm gonna say you guys i'm not as good as contacting the prisoners as I should be I'm better at being their voice Um, but I'm going to send your dad a letter really soon and just tell him how much he means to us and how much he means to me too like I, I help him but I've never met him like I there you know there's a lot we can do for prisoners but I'm slacking when it comes to writing letters and that's number one
5: that's okay. Everybody has their place. You know, we got to play our part, and your part is huge. That's all right. That's okay. You're <laughs> doing amazing things. Don't feel oh, bad, your girl. <laughs> oh, your dad, even though he
0: hasn't gotten a, a card from yet, that I love him, and I he's a hero to me in my eyes forever. Well, he knows who but you are
5: very well. <laughs> very Good well. You.
0: How is his health hanging in there? What's, what's, what's the prison? Have they given him his
5: medicine Don't yet?
6: his health is declining.
5: He now is completely numb on his left side. He has no feeling. He still hasn't um, received his new medications, and it's going on month five now. There still is no rehabilitation plan from his caseworker. She's basically informed me that he's a grown man and that's not her job. So I've put in oh a my call gosh. to a supervisor. Yeah. Oh my this is mad. Yeah, is my blood blue. Oh, okay, but, so, uh, Amber, I know um, I haven't seen my father in six years, and I've been trying to get approved for the last year, and we just got the approval, and he'll get to meet my babies. <laughs> so Aww. that's a great,
0: yeah. Okay, Amber, I just want to let you know, at any point we could get Craig Cecil calling in right from prison. Um, So I just want to let you know, at any point our ours can get cut off. But until then, I have to say we have to get together because I want to redo the flyer that me and Mindy worked on um, we want to redo that and add more so we can put even more pressure on. If there's counselors talking all this crap, I think we need to actually contact the counselor, add the counselor's number into the flyer we had to get um, whatever okay. it is we yeah, want done. Added, uh,
5: Mindy as a person that can get all of his information, so she can call and, and ask anything that she wants. She's on his list.
0: Good. Okay. Really? Okay. Oh, yep.
5: that's good to know. After the
1: show, Amber, I want to talk to you a little bit about that. So we'll have to check in later today or tomorrow.
5: Awesome, awesome. Y'all are just such a blessing. I mean, the work that (laughs) y'all do, I don't know if you understand how much of an impact it's making on people's lives, just to know that somebody's out there fighting for us.
0: Amber, let me tell you something, Kate. My dad was going through a lot of what your dad goes through, and I didn't have no help at all because I did not know anybody. And after my dad was gone, I thought nobody should have to go through what I went through. And so for you to say that, it tells me that I'm honoring not only what I believe in, but what my father believed in and um, what you and your father believe in. So that's we're here for each other. We're all part of this war together. And... Someday you're going to be able to help somebody too because you've, you've been through it and there's, they're not stopping. People are going through it left and right. So we just, we got to oh, just yes. be here for I, pay,
5: I pay it forward. Uh, shout out to Lance Glore and his mother Tracy Glore. She is such a blessing huh. as well. There's so many people that I've met through this. Like, like we met the goal to get my dad a fan. He's been in a cell without a fan reaching 117 degrees temperatures for the whole summer now. And, Tracy put us over the mark and she donated even though she needs help with her own son. So that's, I mean, this, this whole thing has just brought so many people together. It's one team. one
0: Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah. We love her. In fact, I just was just before the show, I was making a, a flyer for a barbecue. She's having a fundraiser for Lance trying to raise money for his legal defense fund. And she, her Mrs. mother, she donates um, to get print, uh, letters printed in order to ask uh, Obama to to grant clemency to a lot of our prisoners so she is a blessing to all of us all of us um yes she is even, well, Amber, the grandma,
5: even the grandma's out there holding signs. it's the whole family oh my gosh
0: you should see you should see the grandma in her little sweet wheelchair at his trial i just touched my heart to see all of his family out there just 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 trying to support him and you know a lot of people they lose their family members when this happens and not lance and his family they were there for him
5: Many people lose their family, many, many. There's there's people that are sitting in there for 30 years that haven't gotten a letter for 29 years. Right. Many people lose their family. It's a very hard, and a lot of families just don't understand the system, so they automatically think that their family member must have done something bad enough to be in jail, and most of the time that's not the case. Um, well, Amber,
0: we're going to let you go because we got Craig Cecil who's going to call in any second, and I want to put uh, Vika. She she's another she's another hero. I, I don't think you have met her yet, but oh, actually, there's Craig right there. So I'm going to awesome. um, let Y'all you have go. Have
1: a day. And keep you. up the good work, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for calling in, Amber. Dad,
5: really All right.
1: Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Vicka, because I think we're going to bring her on with Craig this morning. Good morning, Vicka. Oh, nope, that's not Vicka.
2: <laughs>
1: that's Vicka. Good morning, Vicka. Good morning. How are y'all? Oh, doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great as well. Are you excited for Seattle Hemp Fest to be coming?
7: I am extremely excited. I can't wait to see some of
1: these guys that are free now that uh, I'm i so happy that they're free, you know. <laughs> oh it's, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big year this year, and it's it pretty is. fitting on their 25th year anniversary. Right now, we, we're waiting for Kristen to come back on. She uh, is over on the other side of the, the uh, phone world getting Craig connected. Right and, well, I um, want to say real
7: quick, last time I was on, um, I asked uh, your listeners to make a point to call Michigan CPS and the governor's up about Thomas Legault's family. The baby got taken mm-hmm. without signed papers. And um, the baby's been returned home, and their case is closed. So I just wanted to say thanks
1: to everybody and let you know that that, that was good. <laughs> we did good. Oh, that's wonderful news. That's wonderful yeah. news. That's We've uh, been getting lots of good news this morning, so that's great. Yes. Yeah.
7: Um, it is. It's starting to happen.
1: <laughs> and their family is healing okay. Um, you know, something about, I, Vicka, you know this, when your child is taken yeah. and they're returned, that's really great and all, but there's consequences, you know, and there's things that can happen afterwards. And so they're acclimating back to each other okay and everything's going well?
7: Yep, everything is going good. Yep, they're all really happy to be home. They had some older kids that had been gone for almost two years, and once it came up that they stole the baby paperwork, and just the whole family's back together now. So that's that's really good. And yeah, it is oh, hard, amazing. and you you go through a lot of weird feelings and confusion and stuff. But uh, you no, know, they all love each other, and they all just wanted to be together. And so they're you know they're working through whatever they
1: got to. That's that's wonderful. And how are things going up there for the grocery shop? The Grow Shop has a new location in Oregon, and
7: we are very happy to be serving the people of this great free state. Ah, <laughs> <I've laughs> oh, you're
1: in Oregon now. Season.
7: Yeah, we straight up had to leave Washington. It's, there's no
1: future there for us, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, tell us where we can where the Grow Shop is in Oregon.
7: It's in Saint Helens, and there's another one coming to Hillsboro, and then Cannon Beach, and then we'd like to expand all over the state. So if anybody wants oh. to expand. Buy franchise. Go in with us. We're we're expanding.
1: I'm so excited to hear that. That is right, wonderful. Been,
7: Craig,
0: you guys, listen. I do, I have been talking to Craig this whole time and forgot to merge the call together. So <laughs> I, just, I, I just. Oh my gosh, Craig. I'm sorry. So here we go. We're gonna start again. Craig was just telling me about how, um, okay, so Craig, we got Vicka, and you're both on the line now, and Mindy, and Craig was just telling me about how we saw on TV that they were celebrating it on a major news channel in Washington and in Colorado, and he was just sitting there in prison. Um, So, good morning, Vicka, good morning, Mindy, and good morning, Craig.
4: Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Vicka. Good morning, Mindy. Mindy. And good morning again, Kristen. (laughs)
0: Good morning. Sorry about that, <laughs> you guys. So, Victor, I was just telling Craig that um, you're going to be a
7: speaker at the Seattle Hemp Fest this year. I am. Oh, I'm going to get up there. I'm and I'm sure
4: that it won't want for enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's true. <laughs> but to, so,
4: does, does Hemp does Fest have a theme every year? I, I've heard it had some in the past. Is there a theme for this year's show?
0: It's their 25th anniversary.
4: Oh. That is quite a (laughs) thing. And they
7: still can't point. And after 25 years, they still can't
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, Vicki, is there anything? Pardon? Go ahead, Craig.
4: Oh, I'm just saying is after 25 years, they can't point to, you know, what Reefer Madness has done to uh, Washington, and, and uh, that there's been you know widespread deaths or you know medical problems or or really any kind of problems regarding you know medical marijuana and then recreational marijuana. I think that that speaks volumes. Twenty uh, five year history.
0: So Vicky, you Craig is like in prison and has no voice. He can't go to the hemp fest. And um, I'm wondering, do you have any prison outreach plan for Craig's? this year
7: like you did last year? I am. I'm going to bring Craig with me and we are going to party (laughs) Uh, post, (laughs) however you do that. (laughs) Yeah, I like to get um, people to sign uh, petitions to free Craig and I like to get people to write letters to Craig and then mostly I like to get pictures made from people that know Craig and want to say hey and So Yeah have a good benefit. We're going to celebrate the freedoms that have been won, and we're going to work hard for more freedom in the future. Cool, cool. Okay, well,
4: we you. got. It. I can tell you the bulletin board in my cell has several big 8x10 pictures that I was uh, of people at Hempfus holding up a whiteboard where they had wrote, you know, different messages to Craig on it. And I thank you very much. Those are still hanging on my bulletin board on the wall, and Virtually everybody in my cell block here is well aware of, though. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think Craig um, has, I think that's how Craig saw me, Vicka, uh, is a uh, picture you sent from um, last year. Craig, uh,
7: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people love you, Craig, and we all really wish you were out here with us. So we just want to let you know that we're thinking about you, and it's not just a party, We it's about work for us.
4: a party, Well, too. thank you. I sure. Th- certainly felt that love in the, in those pictures and those messages.
1: So Vicka, where um, do you know
7: when do you have your speaker schedule yet, do you know when you're going to be speaking? I know I'm speaking Sunday afternoon. I don't know which stage or what time yet.
3: Okay. I'm saying, how has it been in prison this week?
4: things have been quiet here. There's, it's actually a little bit of enthusiasm this week by uh, uh, an interview with Paul Ryan of the the Speaker of the U.S. House has made a statement that after they come back from their summer vacation in early September, that he plans to push to bring some of the bills currently languishing in, in Congress, but he wants to push a few of the bills that may make uh,
6: This call is from a federal prison.
4: May make a difference in some of the mandatory minimums for drug sentences, and you know, uh, a bunch of potential differences in how sentences are served or how sentences are meted out. So, a bunch of inmates are pretty excited about that. Now, the laws currently pending before Congress uh, won't affect me in any way, but they will uh, potentially affect those people that are serving life for uh, drugs or life for marijuana that it's their third conviction, because part of the bills uh, seek to uh, mitigate, instead of being, if it's your third drug conviction, it's a minimum life sentence, they may uh, change it to being, if it's your third conviction or third or or more conviction, uh, it would be minimum 25 years. And there's even a, a push to make that, so that could apply to people already sentenced. I unfortunately am not sentenced under that three strikes law, The changes that are proposed right now don't affect me, but uh, in the long haul, I think it helps just like that TV show that is still on now showing all kinds of people with huge buds of marijuana in front of them and all that. It just helps to show how ridiculous my sentence is when people openly accept and openly use marijuana now with really no untoward effects.
1: Um. Craig, but I, you're talking a little bit about some of those, some, you know, politics and stuff. And while you were talking, I was wondering, what are, um, what are the feelings, the feelings about our presidential
4: situation?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Embarrassing! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Mr. Pence, the vice president pick, uh, who's also the the governor of Indiana, uh, or Hillary Clinton's vice president pick. Indiana, the state that I'm in right now at the Terre Haute prison, is one of the hardest states regarding marijuana. So they don't have much faith in Mr. Pence pushing a a decriminalization of marijuana. As as in Indiana, even small uh, amounts of marijuana are still criminal. And there's really, they're one of the toughest states on marijuana. So from a marijuana standpoint, I, I know that. You know, people are at least raising eyebrows When they look at Mr. Pence running on the Clinton ticket But I think from uh, a prisoner's point of view That uh, the favorable decisions from the Supreme Court You know, in, in terms of uh, what they have to prove In order to give a person a conviction or a sentence Or, uh, you know, if a search A search of their person, a search of their home Is legal or not the decisions by conservative justices uh, tend to be more favorable to prisoners because they tend to uh, read the Constitution very literally. When uh, the Fourth Amendment says you shall not, you know, be subject to uh, unreasonable searches, so therefore, you know, if we want conservative justices on the Supreme Court, as prisoners definitely do, uh, of course, many prisoners are leading towards. Donald Trump, just from the uh, standpoint of him being uh,
1: this call is from a federal prison.
4: He would probably be more apt to appoint a conservative justice than uh, Hillary Clinton would be. But that doesn't say anything for the the rest of the policies of either candidate. I'm I'm just looking at from a strictly from a a criminal perspective. Yeah, that's
1: a that's well, a tough one. It makes my head hurt.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of the candidates have made short statements saying that they favor uh criminal justice reform. But really nobody, you know, well nobody, either Donald Trump or uh Mrs. Clinton has said that, you know, these are the changes that I favor. This is what we want to do. They both complain about mass incarceration, but in the next breath they say that uh you know that uh, crime and criminals Aren't being adequately prosecuted So it, it's kind of left Us scratching our heads as to You know in terms of You know new arrests and new Prosecutions and new policies We, Other than the Supreme Court We really don't know where either Canada stands They both say that change is Needed but neither one of them have really Said that these are the, the kind of Changes I favor so You know hopefully we can hear from them Or hopefully we can push both of them To make a stance on You know What do you see as right and wrong And what do you Want to change That's my hope yeah. At this point
3: Cool yeah. uh, I'm, I'm
1: lucky on that I'd like to hear Some actual
3: stuff About what they Want to do As opposed to
1: Talking about Each other's characters
4: Yes There <laughs> seems to be A whole lot of Discussion about Things that don't matter <laughs> But uh, <laughs> uh Talking about the actual issues, hopefully, we'll hear that, you know, in the upcoming months through debates and just by people, you know, like you people, pushing them to say, What do you favor in criminal justice reform? And here are some of the things I suggest. What do you think about that?
6: <laughs> uh,
4: Craig,
0: um, Craig's time is going to run out this afternoon. Vicki, is there anything that you want to say to your
5: to, to your friend Craig? Before I can't wait
7: to see you in person, dude. It's been a long time talking on the phone and stuff. (laughs) It's time for freedom. I'm ready.
4: Well, you know, if I get released, I've never been to Washington State or Oregon, so I'm going to find my way out there to both of
7: them.
4: Yeah. I think I'm going to report this week, Thank you.
6: Mm-hmm. I think on
4: the weather report this week, those were the only two states that didn't go over 90 degrees. It's been really hot here in Indiana. So.
7: Yeah. It was really hot here. But I don't believe that. <laughs> I believe it was 100 and something
4: here. Ooh, ouch. Here yeah, in the hide. mid-90s, and the humidity has stayed above 70%, many days above 90%. So it's been a rough week, especially yeah, in an yeah. old, old prison with no ventilation and no air conditioning.
7: Yeah. Wow. wow. It's really inhumane.
4: Wow. Uh oh. Yep. You heard what that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like when it looks like i perfect day to go. Okay. Does Hempfest start this week or? <laughs> it's the third no, week in August. August the yeah. Okay. Okay. But and uh. So there's going to be a boys' event. Thank you for. Thank I'm going
8: you.
7: to Boise Hemp Fest in August the 13th, Craig, and I'm gonna take you there too. So that's Boise, Idaho. <gasps>
4: oh! Oh! Wow!
6: Cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is, that is, that is Weed is illegal there.
4: Totally. Shining a light.
0: So, Craig, while you're still in prison, Vic is gonna have to sit and stand at the hemp fest all, all summer too.
4: Wow. <laughs> But thank you for helping shine a light on me and so many others that are behind the wall that, you know, people will remember that.
0: All right, you guys, that was Craig Cecil. He is on his 15th year of his life sentence. Um, he was just cut off right there. Vicki, it's so beautiful to see you still representing him like that. It's so nice of you.
7: Well, well I made a commitment, and you know, no matter what, he's my friend and he's my family now. So I need him out of jail just like I need everybody else out of jail. We need our people home. And we need peace here.
0: Yeah, we're going to be having um, letters as well. We're Our our volunteers up here in Washington, Val volunteers, we're going to be at Jeff Eichen's uh, booth, the lifers' booth, and we're going to have some letters for people to sign there um, who are serving. For, for, for Craig as well, we're going to have a few letters for a few different prisoners, but we're going to be representing Craig at that booth as well. So um, I would awesome. love to see you and <laughs> get you to sign some more letters, maybe take some pictures, and um, we're doing a documentary called lifers Jeff Eiken is and I've been helping him with it so maybe we can get you to do a little interview about how you do outreach for Craig or something at the hemp fest so yeah um, I'd be honest I can't wait I can't wait to Mm -hmm. see you um we've got our next guest on the line but before we get off is there anything that you wanted our listeners to know about anything else that you're doing at the hemp fest or anything that's going on in your life
7: no I just wanted to say thank you to you guys and um to everybody else just hang in there and keep working hard because it's paying off all right cool thank you Vicka for coming on our show, yeah, we love appreciate it. Yeah,
2: thank
7: you later. too. Mm-hmm. All right, thank
0: guys. you, well, That was vicka Thompson, um who you know she's she had a couple businesses out in Bellingham, and she actually lost her son for some time to CPS and the Human Solution, which was a group I was part of at the time, was brought tried to help her out as much as we could, and she actually got her son back. Um, she got. She's just fought and fought and fought for him and won him back. It was so so amazing. And then she ran. I think it was for mayor of the town, and she's like a really big advocate. And the fact that she stands up for Craig Cecil just just touches all of our hearts. She's a really good person, and I can't wait to hear her speak at the Seattle Hemp Fest. Um, Mindy, we have George Monterano on the line. George Monterano is yes, he is the prisoner that when I was part of the Human Solution. Um, the the um, Seattle Hemp Fest adopted George And now there are tons and tons of letters for George And they're hoping that George can make it out to the fest But like Sharon said There's some issues with his probation We're about to talk to him about that right now And find out what George has to say this morning On Georgie's Corner Oh, I'm not trying to unmute mute his mic oh, there, it, there it goes
9: Hi
6: Good morning,
0: George
9: Good morning Hi. Good morning All right. Good morning, Christian How are you? We're, I'm just excited to hear your voice All right, who's hosting with you today, Mindy? It's me
2: and Mindy yep, yep.
9: I'm your yep. Okay, that a girl, that a girl Well, let me give you a, an update on the, my situation, my personal situation
2: Incidentally, hi
9: everybody out there listening And thank you for listening Because, you know, we all, we all, we, we all, we all do this We all do this to express ourselves and what we're thinking to help others Anyway, uh let me see. Uh it seems it seems that I got them to a point of this week where they're going to give me a decision. Uh now I was supposed to get it Thursday, didn't get it Thursday. I inquired Friday and I couldn't get anyone because even if it's uh, it's negative, I still have I still have the legal uh uh avenue to go to the judge or the prosecutor because basically I'm just concerning my uh, freedom of expression, okay. And uh, let me tell uh, everyone my relationship with with the Hempfest uh, Festival. Uh, a few years back, uh, through my advocacy uh, group, uh, uh, the We Believe Group dot uh, com, uh, we 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 got a relationship with the Hempfest people, and it's been like great ever since. Uh, we 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 uh we understood each other and they they actually helped they help prisoners financially which is which is more than good more than good because So yeah. uh, I went
0: to some of their parties when they were raising com- I actually helped them raise a lot of commissary money for you and the other prisoner that they adopted and they right. were they made signs posters they hustle their butts off selling raffle t- t- tickets just to load your commissary money that you'd have commissary. It was, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing.
9: Well, I want to share this with, uh, especially Sharon and all the hemp Fest people and all the people listening that those funds that, uh, I received, I, uh, I utilized them about, let me see. Uh, I started just a little bit before it was called fathers behind bars. And, uh, but basically the class was just me I had, they allowed me to do it uh, It was on Thursday evening And the, f- the function was The class was to estrange uh, fathers from their children Okay, and the majority Of people in prison uh, You know, with children the mo- A lot of the mothers had moved on So the relationship with the father Because the mother was deteriorated, teri- 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 You know, they weren't in touch With the children so uh, we started getting. I started getting funds from uh, the Amfest people. Now that that allowed me to buy the hard copy material it needed, uh, allowed me to uh, order the DVDs and and stuff like that. And then in prison, when you have a class, you know, you go uh, you go procure an artist for your signs and stuff like that, and uh, and the things you want to do creativity to instill this. Uh, and we and this class. Well, I'm very proud of with The Hempfest funding to me, the class is still going on, ladies and gentlemen, still going Aww. on. And the class—they have four classes a year, and I train the staff. And no, I train the inmate staff to keep it going, and they actually get a certificate, and uh, it's just amazing. And to graduate the class, they do—they basically have to write an essay to their child, and, and they. And they Yes, they. But they have. We we don't tell them that they have to get up and read the essay. We tell them to graduate. You have to get up and at least speak what you absorbed in the class. But if you want to read the, the essay, you send to your child and listen. I I ran that class for a very very long time, and I ha- and there's not one time that I didn't choke up, not one time. So uh, I, again, this show is is the reaching out to reach out. So. Uh, as, a, as an inmate, uh, I, I believed in community connections, so I started reaching out uh, through my writings to the internet, and and the Cal found me, and then we continue to grow. Then Hempfest came in, so now watch these steps. You know, it took it took a while. Now now the Hempfest started sending me money, and that money utilized to create a class so much so that the counselors involved, you know, once. Once you would make the initial letter and you get a response, the counselors would make you make free phone calls to the child, free phone calls to the child. And then we would have uh, uh, fathers and daughters dance, okay, and uh, in the visiting room, all started behind fathers, behind Bible. Of course, warden approved. And it's just so much, again, stressing the outreach. When your people reach, good people reach each other and they connect, is you know the aftermath is amazing. Now the Hemfester wow. stuff for me and the aftermath is amazing because the class is still going. And you know once you buy these materials, you know if you get some really good material, uh, curriculum material, hard copy DVD, you know you can you can use them for a while. You don't have to change every six months every year. If it, if the material really gets the message, you know the material is a continuation. Kindredation of lifestyle change in prison, and it's all done through outreaching, ladies and gentlemen. That's why these guys doing life for cannabis, you know, life and life, they're there till they die. So, you know, with them reaching out to you, you must reach out to them. And all it is is writing a letter, writing a letter online, or writing a letter and put one stamp on that letter and send it to the Powers that be, and that can make the difference. It could make the difference. It made a difference with me, Kristen.
3: And, um
0: George, I just, you know, you you, you talk about how you know you are doing outreach in there with the with the fathers and writing their children, and that is a big thing. And you know, I I want to bring up Eugene Fisher, your one of your bestest friends um, from prison, who is the, the former host of the show who just recently passed passed away rest in peace to our bestest friend, Eugene, not just us, but to our whole entire world. But um, his big thing was what about the children, and that's my big thing, too, and all of our things is what about the children. So um, to see, like, we fight for the children on the outside, and we were talking about a group earlier called Parents for Pot who raise commissary money and give it to the children of some of the plant prisoners. Um, But for you to be doing it behind bars in this war that separates families um, parents from their children. I, I just I think it's so amazing that after after so much time in prison, you know the money that they raised for you, you gave to what you believed was a good cause and what we all believe is a good cause. And I just I think I think you're an amazing person. And if you get to come out to the Seattle Fest this year, I'm gonna be so excited to meet you. So is Mindy, and I can't wait. If you get to come, I can't
9: oh, wait I, to hear
5: you speak. I can't um, wait to
9: meet after all my all my West Coast friends. But like I said i got a I got a window where if it's negative, I can still make it positive so i'm I'm, I'm on top of it, but you know you, you, you even it's 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 a sad situation here uh, all those years okay. I did nonviolent first offender, the accompl, accomplishments are unbound now I'm still out here I'm still out of here as a human being, ladies and gentlemen, as a human being still living in fear. I lived in fear. Right. is there's a there's a borderline fear factor? No, if ands, are buts. you're afraid to break this rule. You're afraid you're going to break that rule. You're afraid you're going to break that rule, and the consequences. Now I'm free, and I'm still under consequences as a human being. And I'm ready at this point after a year right. to be. I'm going to I told my lawyer, if you don't argue legally, bring me in front of the judge and let me let me argue about it's going. It's called equity of stop. I don't to want to get into the legal term. but uh, we're you know. going to be doing
0: we're go going ahead. to be doing a show in the next couple of weeks about yeah. probation. So that I mean I know you have a lot to say about that. <laughs> we're going to well, be um, you well know, if you want to get
9: off of probation quick, you know, uh, go live in Montana or Wyoming on the side of a hill, okay? Because if you're <laughs> on probation in any city in America or any li- uh, large large size town. OK, my I, my recognition, my personal recognition, five out of 10 people I meet are on probation. Right. So what what am I paying, uh, you know, uh, a ball and a, and a pinball machine? I bounce here, bounce there, bounce, bounce there, bounce that. You know, it's just it's, it's you know, it's very tiresome to live in fear. And that's why we have so much recidivism, because you put human beings under too much too much scrutinization. Now, I'm sure to pot people like Frank, we're not we're not the horrors to, to this country. We're not doing any violence. And this violence is every day. It's not the weed guy, I'm sure. I've been home I've been home almost a year and I, I fed I've been speaking of July eighth, we fed at four hundred poor children. We have a walk scheduled for August twelfth. Uh, a mile walk right to City Hall Concerning relationships between the community and the police I mean, there's so much uh, That I have to do And and I'm under the scrutiny I'm on the scrutiny Right now, right. if I got called from uh, anywhere uh, Outside the city limits to do a profound speech Which I would do for free Okay, I need permission I need permission
2: okay.
9: So, you know, uh, I, uh, well, like I said, I'll have something prepared in two weeks. I don't want to go into it because today he's talking about outreach. And an outreach is so important, so important, like I just stated. You know, there's a class going in federal prison, in federal prison, and it's getting fathers back with their children from the hemp test people. I want to thank all everybody.
2: Well,
0: George, I just want to tell you, I asked Sharon Whitson. I'm going to make a. I a – one thing that they're doing, they're – they're, having, they're doing a lot of prison outreach this year, um, and they're going to be making signs and posters and posting them up, handmade signs and putting them up in some of even the outhouses with prisoners, with the, in the little, you know, the the porta potties with prisoners' um, addresses and stuff on them. And they're making bigger ones to go to go around the fest. And I'm going to make one for Eugene, a rest in peace one for for our dearest friend Eugene. And Sharon Whitson said that she'll put it up around the fest, so Eugene will be remembered. At the oh, fest as well, so that's that's awesome.
9: Yeah. Well, if I speak, uh, I get the chance to speak out there. I'm going to put this poster right up there with while I speak. Oh. Oh, um, okay, well, yeah. we have one. I'll
0: make
9: yeah. sure we have one. Yeah, um. because, see, you know, he tried to make a difference. You know, he had life no and uh ladies and gentlemen, but he outreached. He reached out and did a lot of good for people. It's a, and you know, uh, some people, quite frankly, some people belong in prison. The violent nature—I <laughs> haven't met. in uh, 32 plus years. I haven't met one violent weed guy. Not one. Not one. <laughs> you know, well, George, that was
0: Eugene. That was Eugene's favorite question to ask people is. Were there any victims in your crime? And I don't remember anybody saying yes. There was that they were the only victim in the crime. The actual defendant going to prison, serving all the time. That right, is right. the person that Eugenia showed us is the victim.
9: Right. So, all like uh, Mindy and Christian, all we can do is keep speaking, keep
10: speaking. That's all we can do. I'm doing all
9: I can but, in the city. Very, very a lot of turmoil in Philadelphia. A lot of violent, uh, poor neighborhoods. A lot of violence. And uh, oh, I, I can, yeah, I'm actually okay. working with okay. the juvenile, the juvenile people.
3: Uh, uh, delinquent Defenders Juvenile. And
9: uh, I I couldn't even tell you some of the stories on the show. You can't imagine what's going on in society. I'm thinking about doing a documentary about it. Uh, <sighs> gee, nice. So, oh, nice. How they, how they, there's a chism. There's a big chism with the poor and the city government, and there's a big chisel with the poor and basically the rest of the world, and that chasm so deep and it's so wide, and, and then someone has to come with answers. Maybe if I do a documentary, it could solve some of the problems. That's oh. a good
1: idea,
0: George. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mindy, is there anything you want to say to George before we go? Oh, Mindy's off. Mindy's screening calls this morning, George. But we've got, I don't know if you know who Beth Curtis is, but her brother...
6: Oh, yeah. that's, uh, John, that's
0: Yeah, she's... Yeah, her brother, Her brother. Um, for our listeners, is serving two life sentences plus 20 years and Beth founded Life for Pot decades ago and has been doing prison outreach forever. And she is looks like she's also going to be at the Fest and a speaker at the Fest as well. So... If you're out there, you know there's going to be a lot of cool people there, and um, so she's going to be our next guest, and she's going to talk a little bit about her her intentions at the at the fest this year. So um, we love you, George, and I want to thank you, Mindy. Wait, hold on, Mindy's back, so I'm going to ask her. Mindy, is there anything you want to say to George before we say goodbye?
1: Oh, just just how I think he's fabulous, and I'm just glad that he's on our show every week, and I uh, can't wait to hear you next week, George.
9: Okay, thank you. Thank you, two pretty ladies, and I'll I'll look forward to speaking <laughs> next week. Good day. Have a great Good day, lady. George. Good day. Good day. Good day. Thank you. All
5: right. Bye-bye. All
0: right, you guys, we've got the next couple guests all lined up on the phone. We've got Beth Curtis. Um, after that, we have got Jeff Mazansky, who served 21, almost 22 years, for cannabis and was just recently released. He's also going to be at the Hemp Fest and a speaker this year. So we're just going to get to him after that. And then we got Jeff Eichen on the line after Jeff Mazanski, And then we're going to have New Jersey Weedman and Jared Alloway coming on for a few moments. But first we're going to put Beth Curtis on the line. Now Beth Curtis is a woman that Eugene has referred to as the mother of cannabis um, because she started doing prison outreach literally decades ago, way before we did, and has been trying to bring attention to our lifers as her brother is serving two life sentences plus 20 years. Um,
11: good morning, Beth.
0: How are you doing? Oh.
11: Good morning, Kristen. I'm doing great. I've, I've been trying to listen to the program, and um, it's been very good. I, I really appreciate everything you do. It really is a nice voice for these guys. Um, i'm really happy to be able to talk at him i'm- uh, probably my uh contribution will probably not be like as a celebrant i'm more like a plea uh which is what I do, which is a plea for um a second chapter for all these people who are serving sentences of life without parole. Or egregious sentences, which are might may as well be life, and um, that's pretty much what I uh, intend to talk about. It's wonderful that Hempfest is giving us a voice. It's it, it really is. It's really pretty uh, pretty great.
1: <laughs> that's I'm so excited that? that you're going to be speaking. I I can't tell you how excited I am. I. I've been teetering on whether I'm going to be able to go, and I'm still not 100% sure I am going to make it there. But when I found out that you were going to be there, I mean, George and Jeff um, were huge highlights. And then Beth, Curtis, are you kidding me? I'm going to have to hitchhike to make it I if I have to. I mean, I'm, I know. I'm
11: oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I, that, you thank you. You know, um, sometimes – Really, I feel hopeful because um for so many years it it felt pretty it felt pretty lonesome, like there weren't a lot of a lot of there wasn 't a lot of recognition about people who were um uh, in prison for pot and uh now it 's just such a nice thing to have so many people advocating and I was going to tell you, Kristen, I heard you earlier talking about. Uh, You were sorry that you weren't able to communicate with uh, prisoners because you didn't have time, and I understand that. I want to tell you, please don't. I feel the same way. There are literally hundreds of prisoners that I should be communicating with, and I can't because um, I'm, I'm pretty much focused right now on almost really laser focused on um, trying to bring back and get the administration to pivot back toward clemency. And my main reason for that is because so many of the people who are serving life sentences without parole are not going to benefit from the, as Craig Ziesel said, they will not benefit from the legislation has been passed the sentencing reform legislation that has been passed or the sentencing uh, reform that is pending their only hope is clemency and um the reason for that is most of that legislation requires uh in in order to qualify for the sentencing relief it requires that the uh Offender gave assistance, and the people who received life without parole were charged with conspiracy, and they went to trial. And when you exercise your Sixth Amendment right to trial, you don't give assistance, because that's why you're going to trial. <laughs> you, um, right, right. So so I've been just pretty much laser-focused on that, and I'm going to be uh, – that's going to be my main focus for a few more months, which is pivoting back to Clarence. And um, so that some of these pot lifers can get some relief.
0: Well, Beth, we've got um, Mindy and I, um, well, Jeff, Jeff Eichen, who is doing the lifers documentary. Um, I know you know him because you said, hey, contact, contact this guy. And he's, the Seattle Hemp Fest has given him a booth for his, his stuff, and he's going to let us get letters signed, um, so Great. I hope to invite you to Jeff's booth because he's going to be doing the documentary, so I'm sure he's going to want to get, get an interview with you, and we're going to have some letters out there. Um, our group is going to be at Jeff's booth um, trying to get letters signed for some of our lifers, so we're going to have a letter out there for your brother um, to the pardons attorney and to Obama asking them to grant. Your brother John not clemency because he does not deserve to spend two life sentences plus twenty years. Now, and I think I've asked you this before though. Like, okay, so two life sentences plus twenty years. It, 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 uh, yes. How how did they explain that to possibly? How did they explain to, to when he was sentenced how he's going to actually serve that sentence? Did they
2: tell your brother <laughs> like?
6: Did they tell him exactly how they? <laughs>
11: so that pretty much says. I think says talks talks about the absurdity of um, uh, sentencing <laughs> laws, and because I'm sure <laughs> he won't be able to do that. I do know Jeff, <laughs> and I have, and you know, I I, uh, I was with Jeff in D.C. Well, probably in the fall. Uh, I think maybe, maybe in the, maybe this spring. Anyway, um, and I've never, I haven't given him an interview, uh, even though we spent a lot of time together because he did um, he did a lot of uh, interviews while I was there. Uh, but I I just haven't given him one, and I'd love to talk to him, and I can't wait to see him. It would be a lot okay, of fun. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know about you know how they expect these guys to to actually serve these terms, but uh, <laughs> I, I do I do have something uh, to to tell people who are advocating for uh, individual prisoners who have life without parole, like um, Craig Cecil, Paul Free, um, there, there's uh, Reuben McGurk, there there are many of them. And um, what I'm doing is making individual contacts with um, uh, legislators, et cetera. And it would be good if you're advocating for an individual, try and get a letter of support from their congressman, a letter of support for their commutation, And um, that's that's very important. Um, there's okay. another thing about about uh, that they could do to help themselves and for to to add to their petition and that is to try and uh, find an employer who will offer them a job should they receive clemency because that's uh, a particularly important aspect of the evaluation of the clemency petition um, One more thing is if they could get letters of recommendation from the prison staff for the, for their release that's a difficult thing to do but it's worth <laughs> it's, worth, it's yeah. worth their time um, right? because it's it's possible and, it's, and some people Correct. have gotten them so try and that get would be, uh,
0: that was good for Craig because Craig has prison staff guard members that yell free Craig all over the place sometimes
11: they, cool. That's not enough. They have to put it in writing. Um, it's, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a sad <laughs> thing because, but um, uh, just verbal support is great for morale, but getting that in writing to be connected to your petition is very important if you can. And it, and it's not easy because there are... Um, I mean they're, they have some institutional problems in terms of whether or not they want to put it in writing but if they would it would be very, it would be very helpful there's another thing that they can do and that is um, prisons have uh, courses that they offer to which are to prepare the prisoner for release and they're generally not offered to to uh individuals who have life without parole sentences but if you if they're able to talk to um the prison staff and be able to take that course they will get a certificate saying that they have taken a course for reentry and that would be a very helpful thing with their petition, okay. those are just things I wanted to tell everyone because I know everybody's advocating as hard as they can for clemency. But there, those are okay. just some specific things you can do to put with the petition for clemency. And clemency is what's going to help lifers. Right. And, right. Um, okay. Me, okay. I didn't mean. I, I didn't mean to be like. Uh, that sounds those are kind great of bossy tips all the way. Us. No. No, those are awesome tips.
0: Every word you say sounds so pretty.
3: And I just love the, the tone oh, of your well, voice and the
0: sound of it. It really brings it really makes it, so, it sound
3: just so good
11: with you on it.
3: <laughs>
11: well oh. Yeah. Well, it, it's so important, like, to be able to really focus on what the goal is and the goal is uh for For lifers is to get out, and that is Mm -hmm. clemency, and really probably only clemency. So um, contact contact congressmen, and what you want is a letter of support for that individual, and Mm -hmm. contact prison personnel to get a letter of support for their clemency, and... Pardon
0: me? Would it be the congressman from the state that they were sentenced in, or would it be congressman from the state that they're sitting in prison in, or any congressman? Uh,
11: probably, probably not the state where they were in prison, and although any congressman would be a good recommendation. Okay. Uh, if it was okay. from the state where they, where they lived or their family lives, that would be great. If it's um, okay. from the state where they were prosecuted, that would be great. And, but okay. um, it, but having having a, a support letter from a congressman is really a, a it's a big boost for for a petition.
0: Okay, that's that is really good advice. Thank you, Beth. Um, and
2: yes, you I know will. you know our
0: next guest. <laughs> and know you know our next guest is Jeff Mizansky. Um Oh, and Jeff I love Mizansky,
2: Jeff so much.
0: Yes. And guess what? He's going to be at the Seattle Hemp Fest too. So you'll um, also be I, at the Lifer's booth. I can. So, yeah, I can't that's wait. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh, that's wonderful. So, Mindy, Mindy, do you have anything, any questions for Beth before we um, talk to Jeff? Oh, you guys covered it.
11: Okay, okay.
1: I look forward About to Beth? seeing you, Beth, in just a few weeks
11: i can't wait to see to see you either i'm really (laughs) excited to meet people so anyway thank you very much and i love what you're doing and sure appreciate everything
0: we love you too we really do we love everything that you do and appreciate every sacrifice you and your brother have made to our movement it means a lot to us you're you're a hero just like your brother
11: well thank you and tell jeff hello for me okay be okay, well, you. We will. will. He
1: can hear you right, right now. now. You can. He can hear you say that. So,
11: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Beth.
0: <laughs> um, bye bye. That was Beth Curtis, and she is the truth right there. That 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 woman has has a beautiful heart and soul. Um. Next, we're going to talk to Jeff Mazanski, who was freed from the state of Missouri because they changed the laws. They said they can no longer give somebody a life sentence for cannabis. And Jeff is now a free man after 22 years of incarceration for cannabis. Not only is Jeff a free man, but Jeff is a fighter for all the laws to be changed and for our prisoners, and he is going to also be a speaker at the Seattle Hemp Fest this year. And we're really excited um, to be able to meet him. Have him come to this part. Good morning, Jeff. How are you?
12: Morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great.
0: We're good. We're good. We're just doing some prison outreach. Um, trying to trying to figure out what's going on with the hip fest this year, and I see you're going to be there.
12: Yes, I am. Can't wait. Uh, I'm really excited to be there. And then we're going to have that green carpet event there, August twentieth. We'll be speaking on that. And with I'll, be,
0: I'll be. I'll be a part of that as well. Yeah, I'll, fantastic. I'll just, yes, I'm so excited. Um, so the green carpet that that is that is really touching to me because the, he's going to be probably of course showing clips from while well, you were in prison. Um, Jeff, in fact, I've been working real close with Jeff Eichen and he is a big advocate for you. Um, big. Uh, he talks about you so much and brings tries to bring so much attention for you up here in the Northwest where where we're both from, and he's. Um, he he's had the got behind bars while you were there, and did an interview with you, and that that was touching. And now, like you're free, and you're going to be out here at an event. And this was so cool that you're free, and you could come to a hemp fest finally after t- almost 22 years.
12: It's, it's it's fantastic. It's really unbelievable. It's like being reborn. To be real honest with you, and then to be part of this movement is, is such an honor because uh, it's come so so far since I was locked up and it's just it's crazy the way our laws are now I mean just nonviolent prisoners being locked up and held forever and they're letting these guys that do murder or or rape or hurt others get out in short sentences it just doesn't make any sense to me we just need an overhaul of our justice system yes
0: (laughs) I agree (laughs) Um, so so what I what I what I what I'm really excited about is seeing everything that you're doing out there in your state of Missouri. You're trying to get um, I, I look like you're trying to get medical tests, medical legal there.
12: Yes, we are. Uh, we turned our signatures in a while back, and we're uh, waiting for the state to um, authenticate them all. I guess, and we should be hearing about that part of August. So, hopefully, I'll be able to bring some good news there too. And uh, let okay, people know cool. that uh, we're going to have it on the ballot here. Because uh, once we get it on the ballot, I'm sure it's going nice, it nice. to
1: pass. It just matter get
12: things on the ballot.
1: I'm so I, inspired, I, Jeff, to hear all this with I, all so many people who have come out of prison. I um, mean, Jeff and Amy and um, uh, George, and of course Eugene. All these people, you know, that came out of prison and are still working. To help those that are Suffering I mean it would be so easy After such a huge sentence to just You know curl up Into your own little world and do your own Thing and say forget it I you know I got My own life now and So the sacrifices that you guys Continue to make even after Prison is just Amazing to me
12: You know it's It's really uh, If you think about it they took one third Of my life away from me and if I don't do anything about it, if I don't stand up and say something and let the people know what's really going on, that was wasted. And I'm not going to let it be wasted, and I'm not going to let what they did to me happen to anybody else if I can help it. That's that's what drives me. And, uh, I think it, that's, it's just well, a shame.
0: Well, thank you, Jeff. Um, are you coming to be out here for the whole three days of the test?
12: Yes, we plan on being there. Uh, me and my okay. son, Chris, both plan on being there. So we're going to get around. We're going to be at the booth. We're going to have some pictures there to be able to sign for the people. And uh, I just really enjoy being around all my friends and like-minded people that are all fighting for the same cause. And if we all work together, we're going to get it done. It's you know Things move slowly, it seems like. Uh, our government doesn't want to go along with us, but they're going to have to bow down eventually to what the people want. And from what I can tell, all over the United States I, and around the world, I've talked to a lot of people in different countries that call me all the time, and they all want it. It's, it's not partially. It seems like the biggest amount of percentage of people around the world want our plant to be free. I mean, look how many people it's helping medically. Look, it just it doesn't make any sense that it was put illegal in the first place, let alone the hemp, let alone all the products we can get from that, just doesn't make sense to have it illegal. It, it should be against the mm-hmm. law. to Have a law against it,
0: right? Against it to be illegal. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, I agree, Jeff. I'm going to bring. I'm going to. We're going to bring Jeff Eichen on the line, who um, who got behind the bars with his video cameras and interviewed you, and he's going to be a big part of the fest and a big part of the um part of the movie night on on that Saturday, the 20th night, the green carpet and the and all that and I'm going to be there too in fact I'm going to be helping Jeff do some interviews and I've been working out because I'm going to be on the camera and I'm going to buy a really cute dress so I'm I'm really excited I'm really preparing myself for for this green carpet and this 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 movie launching for for Saturday night that night I'm going to grab Jeff Icon on the on the line here so he can talk a little bit about his intentions at the fest, and we can communicate with him and Jeff Nizamski all at the same time. Good morning, Jeff.
8: Hey, good morning, everybody. How's it going? Good. good morning, Are
0: you just Jeff. excited as heck to see Jeff Muszanski away
8: from behind bars? Yes, um, I have. Um, I have a um, news update. I just was at the, um, the shore in Port Townsend, and there was almost 30 Native tribe boats that are going around the peninsula every year for freedom. And they had children, and they, they do their drumming um, uh, one day here every year. And at 5 a.m., I went out there and filmed them and photographed them. And um, they were very pleased with my project for lifers and they asked me if I would speak out for Leonard Peltier. Nice, nice. Oh,
1: Leonard's son uh lives uh here in Portland and I've been following their uh they have a a ride for freedom that they're doing right now. I've been following that and that is an incredible story. Mm-hmm.
8: So officially, my film is is now dedicated to all nonviolent criminals, and um, I don't care if you've been involved with, um, you know, with any drug crime, as long as you didn't have a gun and it wasn't violent, I want you free. In my lifetime, I'm going to help with that, and, uh, and Jeff, you're an inspiration, man.
12: Well, thank you, buddy. So are you. I mean, uh, all the work you do is just uh, fantastic. You're Working for us tirelessly, and, and there's a bunch more guys in there to need out. I mean, I'm understanding there's over 3,000 guys and women here in the United States still behind bars doing life without for non violent crimes, and it just doesn't make any sense in the United States.
8: Well, with uh, that. With Beth- With Beth, with you, and with all of our gals, with Kristen and Mindy, and people like us, you know, um, all up and down um, every coast and on the inland, um, it is time. I mean, Bill Maher said we got gay marriage. Hello with the, you know, uh, Supreme Court. He said marijuana is next, and he lit up on his TV show. So if I'm cold calling Bill Maher, Tommy Chong, You know, Woody Harrelson and, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg and and Willie Nelson. Hello, all you guys out there. If we're knocking on your doors, let's get busy. We have a few months while Obama's still in office. And he's lagging because, you know, um, Gerald Ford let out 14,000 prisoners in his two years in office, and Obama's just figuring it out that it's a wrong thing and he's getting going. But he's let out 238, and only a few of them have been plants. So um, if we can get a move on here and, and get our high-profile, 420-friendly, you know, people out there to donate to lifers, to donate to our prisoners, and uh, get a trust fund going, we'll make restitution for everybody that comes out. That is my plan.
12: You know, it would be great if we get all of us together at one time, sit there on, and put it on a film, uh, how we feel about That's it, it. and good. put a little push behind it.
8: Well, from your from your mouth to God's ears, um, let's uh, let's organize our own festival, Kristen, Jeff, and Jeff here, and let's um, let's have a weekend where we do that. And I believe that um, the more we do it through film and social media, the more Obama may see it. Because if we get Hillary or <clears throat> bad hair man, I don't speak his name, we will definitely um, <laughs> only maybe. It, Marijuana Schedule Two, and it's hanging out with cocaine. What's wrong with this picture?
0: No, that's a bad picture. We want it descheduled. Not schedule Two
1: doesn't change. Yeah, Schedule Two doesn't change anything for our prisoners.
8: Yeah, what's wrong with um, this picture? I'm... Well, you yeah. guys, this is
1: what I found out from an attorney,
0: Matt Pappas, who came on our show uh, about six months ago or so. He said if we if we reschedule it, it will still be in the class and they can still control it. It'll still be a controlled substance. So it will still be controlled by the Fed. If we deschedule it, the Fed don't have their hands in it no more and they can kick rocks, basically, is how that works.
8: Well so it has know, it to be global. It has to be global. We have to really follow Portugal and Uruguay and we have to make the plant sovereign because I have a stinky mill, paper mill in our town that does brown paper bags, and they think they're good, and they have 350 employees. And and Donnie Wurzchapter, who is a supporter and a sponsor for Hemp uh, for Lifer's the Movie, he's a fantastic human being, um, told me that he has plans, and it's $360 million to change a regular paper mill into a hemp paper mill. If we get Paul Allen to say that's cool, he built a football stadium for a billion dollars. And all we've got to do is change everything, get hemp off every schedule, end prohibition, and grow thousands of acres forevermore globally and make paper out of hemp, no more trees for paper.
1: We can make concrete out of hemp. There's all kinds of things that everything can be made out of hemp.
8: What did Jack Rose say? Paper, fiber, fuel, and now medicine and food, hemp seed.
12: It's uh, versatile well, all the way absolutely. around. I don't know why we don't use it. It's, oh, uh, yeah. It's crazy that hemp we don't. I'm, you know, back years ago, it was actually considered to be unpatriotic if you didn't grow hemp. Boy, as the times changed. Right, yeah, well, I heard
3: that back.
8: They used to say I will not- your- Go ahead. They used to say I owe a lot to Iowa pods. <laughs>
2: All right, you guys. Well,
0: um, we don't have our next caller on the line, but I think we're going to go to. Um, uh,
8: can, can I make a pitch, pitch for, into... for? Can I make a pitch for for Hempfest here for a minute here?
0: Yes, please.
8: Okay, so everybody, seeing as today is um, uh, is Hempfest show day, and it's their 25th anniversary, Lifers the Movie will have ex-lifer Jeff Kozanski, Chris Conrad, and Mickey Norris from California from the book Shattered Lives and their latest book, The War on Drugs, Kristen Floor, with uh, V.O.W. radio host and Mindy and host Don Worshafter, our 40-year hemp activist and freedom musicians we'll have there at the Film Institute in Seattle, the Seattle Film Institute. We'll have a green carpet. Join us, please. And pre-tickets discounted can be got on brown paper tickets through our lifersthemovie.com from brown papers tickets. And all updates and maps are there. And wear green, everybody. We're going to have a little Hollywood gathering, and um, it's great at the Seattle Film Institute. There's a screening room, and there's a room where we're going to do interviews and have um, and have a gala. We'll have food there, and it's just going to be wonderful.
0: And what time does that start? Eight o'clock.
8: It's Saturday night, August 20th, during Hempfest, at eight o'clock, from eight to eleven. And um, just have a blast. Um, uh, It's going to be a dress-up thing, and um, wear your best, and bring some some uh, one-liners that you want to speak to our film and to the world. We'll we'll love to see you, and um, we honor anything that you can donate. There's also a sponsors donating um, link on our on our site lifersamovie.com. We're inviting all sponsors to get involved also, and we'll put you on all of our swag and our posters. Um,
3: Jeff, you
0: know, I'm going to be there helping helping you do interviews. And I've already actually got a, a dress picked out. I haven't bought it yet, but I hope nobody buys it before I buy it. Otherwise, I'm going to be <laughs> back to, like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> but it's green have, and it's really, really cute. I, I can't wait.
8: I have my AstroTurf suit that I made um, about 20 years ago in L.A. when I was um, – I made a suit for this guy at Burning Man, and it, and it had a vest, and, and it was lined with hemp. My jackets are all lined with hemp, and it's AstroTurf.
0: Oh wow, that is awesome! So it still fits you after 20 years.
8: Oh yeah, I'm a I'm as slim as a gym man. You know, I'm I'm totally um, you know, a, a, a lightweight. Yeah, I, I have not uh, not grown too much. I got a little little bit of uh, baggage there. Well, I wish I could All
0: say right. that. All well, right. <laughs> what about I, you, Jeff? Did you put on weight out in prison or? How did that work after 22 years? How did you come out? Did, could you still fit your clothes, and did you even
6: have your clothes still?
12: Well, uh, most of my clothes were gone, but I could fit into them when I first got out, but can't anymore. You know, I got out here and got around some good food. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> okay. Blowed up. Now I'm trying to work and get it down the other way, but it's tough.
1: <laughs> so we can't blame you prison sure. for
12: that. <laughs> well, you know, it seems like when you're you, you miss something for so long when you get to get to habit, it, I guess you go overboard. I don't know. It uh, seems like I did. <laughs> Eat right.
8: your hemp seeds, everybody. Right. Eat your hemp seeds. Sounds good. Yeah, well, good. I that wish I could. Good. It's
12: still illegal here, though. And I'm still on parole, so I cool. you don't really got to watch that. what I'm doing.
8: We're going to fix that, Jeffrey. We are going to fix that. We're going to get everybody to, to like most people hit their heads and, and they're and they're 420 friendly and they don't even know there's lifers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
12: Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. But it's true. A lot of people don't know it. Uh, a lot of people right here in this town where I got sentenced didn't know that I was doing life without.
8: So and, that's, uh, why been, that's why I want I've, all the sponsors to sign up and to allow our movie to be seen by the public.
12: Well, you know, it's so important to have sponsors because if you think about it, who are we fighting? We're fighting the government. We're fighting big pharmacy. How about alcohol, tobacco industry? And they all have limited amount of money. We don't. We have what we have in our pockets, and we actually depend upon each other. And if each of us can put in a dollar, two dollars here and there, it'll add up because there's a lot of us together. It's just a matter of all working together.
8: It's so All true, right. yes, it's so true. We we need to, um, to get the word out through our film and to share it with the world and possibly with my documentary being a six-part series and episode number two being about the children and how families were affected is maybe the schools could use this as educational tools.
6: Cool,
0: cool. All right, well, you guys, we're going to... Um... We're gonna—we don't have our next guest on, but we're gonna have Tom Corby come on and give us a Northern California update. And if our last two guests aren't on by the time he's done, then we're gonna close the show out. But I want to thank you guys. You guys are welcome to still stay on the line and listen as we um, as we go on. But I want to thank you, Jeff Mazanski and Jeff Eiken. And I can't wait to see you guys, along with all the other people, good people we had on the show today at the Seattle Hemp Fest, doing prison outreach, using our voices, trying to get our voices heard. And I love it, and um i'm I'm excited
8: Pam pam parade amen
0: <laughs> and, and
12: I really would love to thank you and thank all the people out there to sign a petition to give me out I mean that's what it really takes it takes signatures, it takes letters to our government, and uh without that, you can't get it and it's so true um uh, what Beth was t- talking about about trying to get your Congressmen or senators or representatives to back your For sure. For sure. To get out, you know, it's just—if you can get a letter from them, uh, like I had about 130 of them that signed paperwork for me, and I think that was the final push. Besides all the people signing, Uh, that's what helped. That's when
2: other
12: governments Start
2: looking.
0: At the lifers' booth, um, Jeff Eichen is is going to let us do some some signings for some some of our prisoners, Um, some letters for some of them asking Obama to grant some of them clemency. So. Um, we're going to be there trying to gather some letters some, for some of our lifers, so it'll it'll be a big prison outreach party at Jeff's booth.
12: Well, we need to all line up and sign. Everybody, everybody needs to be there because it's we that's how our voices get heard.
0: Well, I think you being there too will attract other people to want to like, hey, you know, I'm Jeff Mazansky. I'm going to give you give you my um, signature, my autograph, and then could you go please sign this letter right here? I think that'll help us get more letters signed. So,
12: um, I sure hope so.
8: Well, en- enough, of rec- enough of recreation. I mean, anybody can, uh, you know, can do it, you know, behind the scenes and recreate and make their millions, and yet they're still lifers. We have to be the voice. The movie is the voice. Love you, Jeffrey. Thank you for everything you do and being articulate. I love you too, oh, thank
12: brother. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks,
0: you guys. Thank See you so guys for at the
12: we'll see you there i can't uh, wait right. take care
0: all right all right, bye. all right all right you guys that was jeff mazansky who got out of prison after almost 22 years and jeff Eiken, who is doing a documentary about the prisoners that are in prison for life and next we have a good friend of ours new jersey Weedman, who is Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. So he went to trial twice, got not guilty, one, and then got in trouble again just recently, has been on our show to talk about his raids, um, and might get a third possible not guilty in the future. But in the meantime, you know, he's a big advocate for jury nullification for cannabis on a wide scale, and actually a good friend of mine, I'm very excited to see at the Seattle Hemp Fest this year, um, who's also going to be a speaker who speaks on jury nullification? That is your power to say not guilty if you believe that a law is unjust or bad or should just never be, never be p- applied in a particular case. Now we're gonna go to New Jersey Weedman Man. If I know what he is up to at the Seattle Hemp Fest this year and what will he be speaking about. Good morning, Mr. Ed Portion, A.K.A. New Jersey Weedman. Man. You're here live hey. with Kristen For and and Griffith. Griffiths. Um, how are you?
13: Oh, I'm okay. Yourself? How are you?
0: We're good, we're good, we're good. We're wondering what's up with the Hemp Fest. You're coming again? I, I don't think I've missed you one one Hemp Fest. You've been to all of them.
2: Lately, no, I
13: haven't over been to all the of them. I've been to about seven. I've been to about seven. Okay. Of them. And, and I've been okay. to the last three in a row. Um, okay. And but I, I do plan on being there this year and next year. And as long as they keep going, I do want to keep going every year. I want to make it a yearly thing. I think it's like the greatest event in uh, the cannabis movement nationwide
2: cool cool and What
0: we're, we're talking today is about um, prison outreach at the hemp fest and one big thing that we all believe in as the voices of the cannabis war is the fact that a lot of our prisoners went to trial and lost and your message is really strong your message is about jury nullification are you going to be discussing jury nullification on stage this year again
13: Yes, I always talk about jury nullification. Like i told people before, I could, I could just as easily be called jury nullification man. As, you know, everyone knows I call myself the New Jersey weed man, but I could be called jury nullification man. I talk about it just as just as much.
0: I was actually inspired myself as a big advocate for jury nullification through a lot of things that I learned through your outreach doing jury nullification um, so, I, I'm really excited to, to hear you speak about, about the subject. Are you going to be talking also about the raids that the recently happened at your uh, at the joint? That's your restaurant?
13: Yeah, well, as you know, I, I got raided <laughs> in, uh, in April, so I have another trial coming up. You know, it just happened April 2016, and usually it takes about two years in New Jersey to get the trial, so... We'll see what happens in uh, by 2018. But as it is right now, I plan on arguing jury nullification once again. Um, who knows what happens to the scheduling uh, on a federal level between now and then. Um, but either way, I want to present to my jury that marijuana is not a Schedule One drug. And the law that I'm charged with violating um specifically says that marijuana is a schedule one drug and is therefore illegal and that's why i got charged with possession of it so i want to present these arguments to the jury um i have to represent myself in order to do that so that i can say things that lawyers are not allowed to say or they've agreed by different oaths they've taken not to say i'm not a lawyer i i don't believe that my my First Amendment right or my right to self-defense is uh, infringed upon by any of those oaths that i never talked.
3: That's cool. That's
2: cool. Um,
0: so you are, um, is, there, is there anything you want to talk, uh, anything else you're going to be doing at the Hemp Fest? I mean, I know you well, walk around and you, you speak. Are you, um, is there anything that you're like looking forward to, any particular attraction that you're excited to see or be a part of?
13: Well, whenever I come to Seattle I do kinda of explore the city a little bit and of course I love your ferry system over there. I love getting on the water. Um I'm looking forward to being in one of the uh on one of the panels. I'm not sure which panel. The schedule hasn't come out yet. Um last year I was in the Hemposium tent, um I I believe twice. Um so I hope I hope to be on one of those panels discussing some topic. I'm not sure what it's gonna be yet, but I I look forward to that.
2: That's
0: cool. That's cool. Um, what about the food? Is there anything favorite that you like to eat there?
9: Um wow. I hadn't really
6: I know I like the food one. behind the <laughs> stages.
0: I like the food I like the food back that the Seattle Hemp Fest volunteers personally cook for everybody. Um but
9: well,
2: outside well, outside
9: know, that I
13: I have to tell you, when I was there, I actually ate with the volunteers the whole time because you know i have a i have the the badge the guest speaker badge and as a guest speaker you get to eat in the in the in the volunteers tent so basically that's what i did the whole time I was there i think i i might have i might have had like a like a like a corn dog or something maybe i don't remember i right. but uh at night time uh i went to i don't know the name of it it's, it's you probably know it it's your it's uh a fish market, your fish market in Seattle. Oh a
0: pike place. Pipe yeah,
13: place? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went over there and I ate at some restaurant right right next there and I remember having a good time there and I ate at one of those restaurants also right there on the water on the piers. Um so I you know I like I enjoy Seattle. Um you know coming to yeah. the festival and all that during the day is great. But at nighttime I've I've enjoyed exploring Seattle and this year, I actually will probably stay an extra day. And one reason I want to stay the extra day is because I want to, I want to help with the cleanup. You know, a couple of years ago, oh, okay. I stayed like two, two days, and I helped with the cleanup for like a couple of days. Um, last year, I had to leave like first thing in the morning the next day, and I kind of felt bad that I didn't help clean up. So this year, I'm going to help clean up. I'm, I'm staying an extra day, and I also probably will jump on a ferry or something that day and just hit one of the islands or something.
0: Well, I just want to mention something about their cleanup. They actually pick up every single cigarette, but every single piece of paper, everything that is left on that part and make better than it was before they got there for hemp fest. So if anybody wants to volunteer to clean up, I'm sure Sharon Whitson would um, love that. In fact, we had Sharon on the on the um, call earlier and she's looking for volunteers for the, for the fest. So um, that's one thing I guess you could do is help volunteer to clean up. Um, um, uh, one more thing, New Jersey, we, man, guess what? You know, my mom, she's been on probation and in prison the last few years. And so this is going to be the first time that she's going to get to go to it, to the hemp fest. And she got raided and locked up in prison five, five years ago. So I'll be able to have my mom. So you'll get to meet my mom and so will the rest of the hemp fest. And, um. Oh, that's
13: a pleasure. I've been reading about her for years. She's actually a Facebook friend of mine. From time to time, she yep. said hi. So I, it would be great yeah. to finally meet her face to face, you know. So she's yeah, totally yeah. off her probation. She's totally off her parole for reservation. Yeah,
5: probation. she's free. She can smoke. She
0: can do whatever she wants. I don't have to worry about the feds knocking on my door anymore, for my mom or anything. We're all free now, except for okay, my dad. Well, well, he's free too. You know.
13: Yeah. Sorry well. again for <laughs> that. Well, I I have to yeah. make sure I make sure when I have one lit, I have to stand to her right. So,
6: it's probably meet okay, cool that <laughs> 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 we got we've got our other yeah. host on the
0: phone. Mindy, is there anything you want to say to New Jersey Weed Man?
1: Um, no, I think you guys covered it. I'm sorry, I've been popping in and out of screening calls during the interview, so I don't want to repeat anything. Okay. But <laughs> all right, it's,
13: all, it's well, all thanks, It's all good, Mindy. If you repeated something, it's all good. We're stoners. It's all right. Well, I know. I'm looking forward
1: to seeing you up there again this year. So it's going to be a good one. I'm so excited that for the 25th year, all these people are gathering in the same space. Um, I'm just thrilled about the whole darn thing. Yeah. I'm,
13: I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, you know, it's one of those places that I get to meet a lot of my Facebook friends. I get to meet these uh, activists from around the country that I read their stories, I read their plights. And at the Seattle Hemp Fest is one of those events where we all get to congregate and meet each other. Um, there's a few other places around the country that happens too, but nothing is as great as the Seattle Hemp Fest. I mean, the Boston Freedom Press is, is another one. The, the the one in Michigan, the Michigan Hash Bash, the one in Washington D.C. But all three of them combined don't match what's with what with, with Vivian and Pete has put together in Seattle. And I really enjoy going to Seattle every year. And I'm really looking forward to going back this year and hanging out with you guys again.
0: Yeah, so we're looking forward to seeing you too. And I know we have the whole new Gosh, you're you really cool up here. Every time every time you step take a step foot off the plane up here in Washington, all, everybody up here goes crazy. Everybody loves New Jersey Weed Man. So we're excited too.
13: Yeah, my um, internet precedes me pretty well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, New Jersey Weed Man, uh, we will talk to you soon, and we'll see you soon. Um, We hope you have a good day. Is there anything else you want to mention before
13: we get off? Well, you know, the last time I was on, uh, Eugene was still on, so I kind of want to say, you know, I'm sorry to hear all that. Uh, You know, he died, and rest in peace and all that, and you know, uh, uh, I... Just want to say sorry. Like wow.
0: So thank you.
13: Know, you. That
0: was it. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Death had a huge impact on me and Mindy. He's, he was like a best friend to us and to the prisoners and to everybody. And I'm I'm really glad you got to meet him though, and he got you got to be interviewed by him because he he really is an honor to be even spoken to by because he's such a such a a power, powerful person, and like a best friend to our world, and so I'm really glad you got you got to meet him. That means that means a lot. Okay, all right. Well, thank all you. Right. I'll let you go. That's I'll see
13: you. See you in a couple. Weeks. We're
0: gonna we're gonna keep doing the show, especially in his honor. Almost all of our shows are gonna be, in fact, all of our shows are dedicated to Eugene, and you know the fact that he's not here anymore. So we miss him.
13: Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank
0: Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Eugene. Okay, so now, you guys, that was New Jersey Weed Man, and we are going to go to Tom Corby, who is going to give us a Northern California chapter update and let us know what is going on in Northern California. Oh, wait, but first, guys, I just want to let you know, we were going to have... um, we were going to have Jared Alloway on the line, um, but he, he did not call in. Um, in fact, he had told me that he likes to sleep in a little bit, so I have a feeling that maybe he just didn't make it um, this morning. But I just want to say, Adam and Tony, um, they, um, Jared Alloway advocates for marijuana is safer than alcohol. When people say marijuana is safer than pharmaceuticals, marijuana is safer than peanuts. Well, Adam um, went online and he Googled his many um, Google Pokemon, the new Pokemon Go game, and there has been a couple deaths, so we want to make it very clear, and we're going to let Jared know this, that marijuana is also safer than Pokemon Go. So um, <laughs> without Jared, we, we just want to get that out there, and Jared is also going to be a speaker at the event. Um, if you don't know Jared, you know, you, you'll see the Marijuana the Safer shirt, and he also is a volunteer for Real Legalization, and he helps us a lot with our prisoners. For legalization, they give us booths, uh, let us share booths with them, and they help us, um, Jared and Don, they help us get signatures on letters for our prisoners. Um, so we just want to um, just give a shout-out to Jared. We can't wait to hear him speak as well, and our prisoners are grateful to have him have in their lives also. And thanks, Adam and Tony. I see you guys are listening. Um, so I hope you guys join us at the lifers booth this, um, this fest so we can get some more letters signed for our prisoners. Um, so now we're going to go to Tom Corby. Um, good morning, Tom. How are you?
10: Hello' uh, the top of the day, Christian? I want to thank everyone on the front lines coming together to Prohibition. Uh When we talk about <clears throat> our prisoner outreach program, it's so good to hear our POWs talking on radio, Craig Cecil, George Mark Toronto, and Alan Jeff Zaksky. <clears throat> I have return letters from all of them here. And what do they all say? That they're not forgotten in there. And oh. These letters, yes. Uh, the, the, it's all the, the reward you need when you write these letters to prisoners in in, in there. Uh, it's really all they have, if you think about it, mail they'll call the most important time of all. Also, when you send clemency and letters, and a pardon letter's request. I think it's always good to send a copy also to the prisoner so he can uh, present when he faces the judge uh, with his attorney. And, of course, also a letter of encouragement to stay strong and keep on keeping on and to always remind him that there's many out here on the front lines trying to prohibition and free all our POWs. No one should ever go to jail for a plant our sacred plant. Uh, cannabis actually is a medicinal herb, in fact. Uh, I've been using uh, tincturing and using herbs for 45 years. And I finally realized that cannabis is just another miracle, medicinal herb, in fact. Uh, so we always... Put out there to educate, not incarcerate. To go in into cannabinoid science uh, in Northern California. <laughs> again, christine <laughs> you know, uh we continue to set precedents uh, in Northern California, uh, and we always talk about uh, if more people would take them onto trial. Uh, and uh, Come with jury nullification And if there's no victim uh, How can there be a crime And Jury nullification is so important In that uh, You cannot be account- held accountable For making your decision If you feel that punishment outweighs the crime uh, So we talk about Trial and if more people Would take them on I think only what Christian, only about 7% of people uh, don't take them on to trial. They take these plea bargains that they don't realize that uh, actually screw uh, screws us when we take these plea bargains. Uh, when you take them on to trial, like Alex Lyons that I always bring up, uh, his case is so unique. Like, he's my, uh, my neighbor, a very good friend here. He's my granddaughter's age. He's only 28 years old. Think about it. When these kids go to jail, uh, Alex spent 40 days in jail, how it disrupts their lives and families. Alex Lyons uh, insisted on a speedy trial. Uh, His uh, public, uh, no, his... uh, District, the DDA, his deputy district attorney, James, uh, uh, actually, uh, I, I want to bring this out again. I brought it out on the last show. Uh, I actually caught him with his police down, and uh, he actually mm-hmm. called him to buy for more time to build his case. So this is unheard of, a DA actually uh, needing more time for the more uh D-H-N-E is sympathetic with Alex cases as Alex was honest and strike and uh you can see where he tried to stay within the laws and the guidelines. Furthermore, this to this. So uh, at his uh, pretrial conference the uh, arresting officers Patterson and, and Enos uh, were, were reported to be on vacation, so they couldn't be there that day, right? Uh, when we talk about the injustice it's both on courtroom and actually the uh, outright lies. Uh, a couple days later, Alex is at his favorite talker stand and guess who's there? Patterson Ninos. Now, he's, he's been talking to these officers uh, at, on a real friendly way and they actually like Alex. And, and so, he actually confronted them and mentioned about, I thought you were on vacation. That's something like we have had a vacation for two years. So here we are. Uh, this, uh, I would say, like an injunction, or well, we're going to file uh, a counter on, on, on this. And, and uh, we talk about uh, records. I noticed the show today is about records. My first thought comes to mind a lot of people don't understand about pitches motions. Uh, basically, all that is is uh, bringing forth the officers' credibility and actually bringing their records forward. Uh, both Al, uh, both uh, Alex Lyons and James Bennell, under uh, motions hearings that are coming up, uh, have pitches motions going. And uh, in Bennell's case, James said uh, the attorney, uh, the uh, officers actually had the lawyer up. Well, I would say that <laughs> that has the course on defense, and that's what we do. We keep coming hard, and we keep taking them on, and we we, we take them on to trial. Uh, I ha- uh, have a, uh, a fairly new case here in Butte County, uh, farm uh Matt Shear, I. Uh, I think you've heard about their case here of uh, the Net 5 uh when we talk about Net 5 uh one of the Net 5 uh officer he got 10 years and I also heard he's up for federal charges uh he got caught uh you probably remember back he got caught with 247 pounds in Pennsylvania selling on their cannabis so we are catching up with these officers and we're, we're uh bring forth these pitches and listen they have to be accountable for their actions Um uh, that sears has a nine nine five dismiss motion hearing with charnel james right here at number one Court street uh that's uh on july 20, july twenty seventh that's just uh got my calendar here and i only suggest i have more than one a on calendar I can barely keep track of my calendar, so uh and also uh, we can use the calendar Human Suicide International. International. Well, I am just gonna interject this real quick. Uh folks you can go there Come to the, uh uh and, and uh click on prisoner outreach program. Uh there's a list of all the prisoners there. Uh I recommend writing a prisoner today. And also, you can use our calendar to post for civil rights events, meetings, and cases. Uh, so, Matt, here he goes up for his nine nine five. Uh, What's fortunate about this case, Christian, his long block didn't get charged. Uh, I'm not clear, like to clear Matt? said something about uh, the records or some. And so, he said, thankfully, that only Matt has has the usual the usual tri- cannabis charges. Uh, he goes up at 8.30 a.m. on uh July 27th on number 1 Court Street. And uh local court support is always uh, uh, requested. Uh, so come bear witness if you can uh, support our defendants. Cut uh, to the chase. I'm not a man of brevity because uh, why we have a lot to say. I really feel that we have the momentum now and prohibition. Uh, I've been fighting for my right to have cannabis for 46 years. Uh, I will continue to fight for my right to have my medicine. We cannot take the right away Yes, just have our plant. And I want to remind everybody that Donna always says to else, don't forget to breathe. And I want to thank mm-hmm. you all today, Chris, for another great show. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. We love you. Um, you guys, that was Tom, you, Tom. Forty, the Northern, Northern Chapter Coordinator for the Human Solution International. He holds it down for Northern California. He gets court support. He gets prisoner letters to prisoners, everything. You guys, we got Jared on the line real quick. He, um, he was our, our, our guest that didn't call in, but he's in. Wakey, 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 Jared, Allaway. Um, so we're just going to talk. We're almost out of time, but we're just going to say hi to Jared and find out what he's going to be up to at the Hunt Fest. Um, good morning, Jared. How are you?
14: Good morning. Good uh, morning, does Darren. Tom, does Tom Corby have a safer shirt?
0: He needs one. Tom Corby is. I don't needs think
1: one if he will. So. <laughs> okay,
2: I'm going to have to get him one. For sure. I
6: thought sure, that name sounded sure, familiar.
1: Yes, you could get him has, a. In- a <laughs> marijuana is safer than Pokemon Go. Ha! 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 Yeah, so so
2: Adam Adam
6: uh, sent me a message
0: this morning, Jared, and he looked it up and there's actually been deaths. A few people died over Pokemon Go. So he said to mention um, to you that Pokemon Go is safer than um or cannabis is more safer deadly. Than Pokemon
2: Go. <laughs>
9: Pokemon's <laughs> killing people, weed <Wheat> isn't <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, you're going to be a speaker at the Fest, and you're going to be talking about, I'm sure you know how much safer marijuana is than alcohol. Is there anything else you're going to be doing at the Fest this year? Are you going to be at the real legalization booth?
14: Well, um, I haven't spoken with Don Skacky about having a real legalization booth at Seattle Hemp Fest. I know I'm going to be speaking... Um, I'm going to bring awareness to the shirts I've been working on. Um, I'm going to let everybody in the audience know um, 502 is not good enough. It actually hurts patients. um, And so people need to uh, talk to their representatives in Olympia and let them know that um, the laws as they currently stand are unacceptable it's a step backwards from uh you know voter uh petition signature gathered uh effort with uh yeah 69 51
6: so um yeah
0: i was at t-mobile yesterday and there's a guy that worked there and he said that he has psoriasis and that since the medical stores cut down he can't get the bath salts, the cannabis-infused bath salts that he used to take a bath in that helped him with the psoriasis no more.
14: Hmm. I know they have can- cannabis bath salts at recreational stores. I'm not sure if they are up to par with the kind that existed before all this uh, BS.
2: Yeah.
14: But yeah. yeah, I know that the edibles are only 10 milligrams, so the idea that we're going to uh, force patients to get what they need at the recreational stores and the edibles are only 10 milligrams. That's kind of unacceptable that lawmakers would make such a suggestion.
6: Okay, well, we're about out of time, but we want to thank you
0: so much and we are excited to have, to see you this year at the Hemp Fest. We've had, throughout the show, we had a really good show. We've been talking about all the prison outreach going on at the Fest and we've been talking about, um, we've had a few of the other speakers coming on, so um, we we are excited, and I know we get excited when to see you because it's kind of fun. We 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 see the same activists at a lot of different events, and Jared's Jared's one of them that, that's there at all of them, every one of them, spreading his message, and it's it's amazing. Thank and you. we are happy, happy you came on, and um, marijuana is safer than alcohol.
14: <laughs> yeah. Until, <laughs> until and tell Tell Tom Corby, I said hi, and I I enjoyed listening to Tom Corby while I was. While I was waiting, that was some good information.
1: Cool, cool. And we'll get oh, um, Tom we'll here he again, his so we'll, he knows.
14: And and get Tom Corby's address so I can mail him a shirt. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be on there. Right.
14: All right.
1: Okay. Thanks, Jared.
14: Thank you for having me on. You guys are great.
1: You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. For coming have, on. have a good Sunday.
10: Have a good day.
0: See you at the fest. That was Jared Allaway. You guys, Jared Allaway is seriously uh, one of my one of my people that I look up to a lot because when he would be out there with his signs, it motivated me to always wear my apron. I have a prison outreach apron that I wear all over the place. And when I do my advocacy, I have my apron because i got my flyers in there and got everything I need in my apron. And I've ironed on patches onto it with prisoner stuff. And just to see Jared constantly wearing his shirt made me feel like, Hey, I can wear this apron and rock it, and I did. So anyway, thanks, Jared, for inspiring me. Um, But, you guys, we're going to go into close. Unless, Mindy, is there anything else you want to bring up? No, we've had a jam-packed show. Oh, my gosh, we're eight minutes in overtime right now. But for close, I'm going to do something different. Um, First of all, we have a whole bunch of people who have died, so I'd like to thank everybody who volunteers, everybody who listens, uh, CCHI for giving us this platform to be on. Um, in order to get the voices out that need to be heard, um, we do all that here um, at the closing, and we ask everybody to end prohibition, so nobody has to go to jail for a plant. And then we go, in, and then I go do a close, and I say something special about all of our people who have passed away in the movement. But this time, I'm I'm really just going to focus on Eugene, and just briefly mention some of the rest of them. And the reason why I'm focusing on Eugene is because Beth Curtis wrote me a message uh, for our, our memorial show. And I got it basically today. And so I'm going to read it. Um, This is from Beth Curtis, who was on our show earlier, who's been doing prison outreach forever. It says, hello, hello. I will miss Eugene. He is a part of my life and for many years. Eugene was the first marijuana lifer that I found in federal prison after my brother, John.
2: Eugene helped me
0: find more, like Leonardo Hernandez Miranda, uh, Randy Lanier, Charles Fred Cundiff, Billy Deakle, Larry Duke, and others. Eugene was always working on legal issues and always hopeful and supportive of any efforts to bring attention to the plight of others. Eugene was supposed to be a part of the petition for clemency that Michael Kennedy and David Holland submitted to the president in 2012. When Gene was released, just before the petition was submitted, he had to scramble to get someone to fit the criteria. Finally, Charles Cundiff wrote me back and was added. The criteria was nonviolent, marijuana-only, over the age of 60, with a life sentence, not a de facto life. When Jean called to say that he had found out that he was resentenced to time served and would be released that day, I asked him to let me know as soon as he was out, and I waited. I thought I wouldn't be able to breathe till I heard from Jean, and for two days there was no word. Apparently, he was to be released. He was told that the prison personnel is doing the paperwork and had gone home for the weekend. He waited patiently with grace. Eugene was the first to be released, and I will never forget the overwhelming relief, knowing that there was hope for others. Beth. And there is hope for others because since Eugene's been released, so many more have been released, a lot of Eugene's friends. He's been able to reunite with after spending decades and decades in prison for cannabis. After Eugene was released, he went on to be a voice for all the other ones, joined the Human Solution International as an executive director, and a board member, um, writing policies and procedures and a handbook and helping to get the organization a 501c3 just trying to do what he could to end prohibition so his friends don't have to stay one more night in prison. After that, after leaving the Human Solution, Eugene founded, helped Mindy and I found this group that we have now called VOW, the Voices of the Cannabis War, where Eugene was extremely motivated to make sure people knew and came onto our radio show as a host every single Sunday. Eugene brought to our to us all a special part of the show as he always led us to the direction of positivity where we'd be angry and he'd help us understand um, what our anger actually meant and what to do about it. So please, if you're listening to the show today, I just want to say rest in peace to Eugene Fisher. He was a man who really stood up for himself and others and I uh, love him so much and we miss him. So rest in peace, Eugene. Um, rest in peace to my father, Richard Floor, who I had to take off life support while he was shackled to a bed because of cannabis. He helped so many people. Also, rest in peace to Jerry Shepard and Mary Jane Jones, who were shot down by the federal government over twenty times about twenty years ago, who left behind uh, baby Jake and Stacey Tice, who carried a green, green 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 bus around the nation um, due to due to what happened to her her aunt and her uncle. Also to Jack Kerr, who taught us about the plant who said who tells us that all about the conspiracy, get the book Emperor Wears No Clothes. Also to Peter McWilliams, who wrote us a couple books about inspiration. Peter um, died in the movement, choking over his own vomit on probation while he was serving, to, for serving time for the plant on probation. And also to Bill Amorte, who passed away on the 4th of July for serving a life sentence for cannabis after 20 years, Who a close friend of Eugene. Eugene said he had a major heart attack. We also want to say rest in peace to Larry Harvey, whose family is going to be going to prison someday soon if, um, if the laws don't change. Also to D Young for giving us Adam. To Curtis Cecil, who passed away in the movement while his father was serving a life sentence. His dad calls in every single Sunday uh, to talk about what's going on. Also to Spencer Coptus and Cashy Hyde, two little children in the movement who were using their medicine, their caregivers were raided, the medicine was not easy accessed by their family, so the two little children's brain tumors grew and grew and grew, and they passed away. Also to Bernina Rapuma who is a close friend of mine, who is trying to help bring attention to our prisoners on a worldly level. Also to Elaine Salmon, who is an ONAC tribal member who was using the medicine, and the medicine was intercepted by the post office, and she wasn't able to get it, and she also passed away in the war. And to Oscar, who is Eugene and George's friends in prison, and said that Oscar went to FCI in the sky. And, of course, also to um, Rick Smith. Thank you for everybody who's given everything to the world. And please help us in prohibition so that absolutely nobody else has to die in prison for a plant. Thank you. Or for a plant, period. And check out this song. It's called No More War by Krishite Siksa. And I'll see everybody, Mindy and everybody, and we'll see everybody at the Hemp Fest. Have a good Sunday, and um, enjoy the rest of the day.
6: So bad, you I don't know why you brought us Can't
15: out why, oh. why is so many die and live their day too short? Life is like it raids, man. It ain't a sport. Got and these wicked ass witches, according to you, to tell you the truth. Man, I can't hack this. I'm losing my patience like a damn malpractice. 2012, and they still manifest a destiny. With military industry complex style weaponry. Depriving heads of righteous men, one sipping on the Hennessy. GIA means coke in America. Apparently, it's been a narco plutocracy since the 70s. Corporations profiteering, domineering everything. Radio, press, news in the media. You better learn to discern from the bullshit that they're feeding you, like GMOs. From Monsanto ringing alarms at family farms so man can't grow. Wage war upon the next man and fail to wage war upon himself. The spiritual warfare. Give them father for so they do not know. Now when I say no more, you say war, no more. No more, Hey yo, we had questions, but they blacked animals. At- People revolution like the Black Panther, cause we got solutions. Yup, the answer to cancer, but they still got it up on schedule one. Why, cause they making funds off of federal run selling American guns for drugs and Mexican slums. a fast in the furious, killing off our children. Time to make a standard demand, the mass experience. <laughs> Why they kids' education is ruined more. Fun spent for spy killing drones. While CNN and Patriot commercials breed human drones from home. Recording scripted terrorist training in places you can't visit. So the real plan of extinction, you don't get it. The country surrounding Israel, the holy land is now being in WO committed. The war is spiritual, but through the mind, the actions is how they get it. Or should I take the straps? They say it's oil, but it's deeper than that It's just more smoke to the mirror So I radiate more hope clearer Shed tears for my peers The judgment day gets nearer So I exercise it's mightier than the sword. Use the pen to paint the lines To a conscious mind the world can explore So maybe you can find out why He's bringing us to war Some of the most powerful things That's
6: made to men. of men Some of the most cowardly shit That's ever known to Blood has all disappeared, and been replaced with gunshots, body bags, and cannibalism amongst now appear. You see, we murder by disagreements and we shake hands lie. with our enemies.
15: We shake hands with our enemies and murder I our disagreements. We put us kind of pedestal with some sort of achievement. Being a man is not based on the people you shot at how good you can fight. Being a man is one who's able to feed his family with times are tight. We are in a recession, suffering depression. So lower your Bibles and load your weapons. How many times must we pray before we start losing our blessings? How many ones
6: must we lose before we call ourselves a lesson? Reach one, each one, teach one, empower each.